This episode of the podcast is brought to you by charlottesweb.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you love CBD just as much as I do, I need it. You need it. We all need it. If everybody had CBD in our life, we wouldn't be so fucking at each other's throats all the time. I said a couple of uh, podcast episodes ago about cbdmedic.com kind of going the way of the wayside. Well, they didn't. They merged. We all went to a bigger and much, much more well-known company called Charlotte's Web. And that's something that needs to happen more in business and life in general is everyone needs to kind of get together and make something bigger, something bigger than yourself. And that's what CBD Medic did with Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web is one of the most well-known names in podcasting. People talk about this all the time. People talk about this all the time in the CBD world. They are entrepreneurs, pioneers in the game. These guys are huge business. And I'll tell you what, they are not so big that they forgot about the little man because they gave us a code to give to you guys. V-O-N-1-0. This will get you any fucking order over $150. You will get the coolest product I've ever heard of with CBD. This is an a, a active sports stick. So anytime you spend $150 or more, use the code VOM10, you get a free active sports stick, which is phenomenal. You can use this thing on any part of your body. If you're an active person, you go out there and you just do anything physical. You take the sports stick, you rub it on your part of your body. There's also a spray version. Spray it on that injured, affected part of your body. Within minutes, you will feel great. This thing will alleviate any pain. It, will, it is phenomenal. And if that's not your thing, you're spending 150 bucks to get this free sports stick. Why not get a free sports stick? Spend the 150 bucks. Take advantage of all their products. They have uh, all sorts of shit: rubs, lotions, tinctures, tunctures, all sorts of things that you probably can't even pronounce. So many cool different products, different topics. Everything tastes great. Charlotte's Web has a 100% money back guarantee on products you may or may not like. But you will get to keep the free active sports stick, but you have to use the code VOM10 at checkout. Spend 150 bucks or more. If you don't like the product, simply send it back and keep the free sports stick. But you won't send it back because you're going to be so fucking on cloud nine, you won't even be able to make it to the mailbox to send it back because you're going to feel so good and relaxed for the first time in your life by using charlottesweb.com, using the code VOM10 products that you will not know what to do with yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, take it from the nerd. I would never, ever steer you wrong until I do. But this is not one of those cases. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Podbean.com. Yes, Podbean.com. Have you ever wanted to get your voice heard by millions upon millions of people around the globe? Are you too dumb to start up your own website professionally? Are you too dumb to start up your own podcast? Are you so dumb that you don't know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you me? Because that's basically me describing myself. You know, when we got into this podcasting game about two years ago, um, it was very hard to find a good platform out there, someone that gave us the voice and the opportunity and the tools to make our dreams and vision become a reality. Well, let me tell you something. Podbean.com made it simple, easy, and effective, cost-effective, very cheap to sit there and get your voice out there. And I know the time all that is you get what you pay for, but in this case, you get 10 times more than what you pay. I mean, these guys are getting, like, we're robbing them, basically. And I'm going to tell you something, man. You better jump in on this deal now because right now everyone's at home. Everyone's got a lot to say, a lot of things in their mind. Podcasts are popping up all over the place, and there's no better place than Podbean.com to start your own podcast. They make everything easy. Even a dumbass like myself was able to make a website, can produce a podcast, can put things out there, and just have all sorts of different outlets. And they make it simple for you to get on, you know, Apple and all the big shots like Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, all these other big name places that you can get your podcast seen and heard, they do it for you. And they make you <laughs> just basically walk through baby steps through this process. I mean, they make it so simple and easy. And to sweeten the deal, 
if you go to www.podbean.com slash vompodcast10. That's vompodcast10 using our code. They're going to give you five free hours of podcasting space to see if you like it, which you will. And if you don't, no harm to you. There's no risk. Tons of reward just to try it out. So give it a shot. www.podbean.com slash vompodcast10 and get your voice heard. And lastly, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> my good friends here. I tell you what, man, I fucking love these guys, and I'm so glad they're back. I never had so much fun recording a podcast commercial for my friends at manscaped.com. I'm so happy they're back, ladies and gentlemen, because I missed them. I mean, it's been a while since I talked about them, since I was allowed to talk about these guys, and holy shit, my balls have never been happier. I, I, I was crying in the shower the other day, and I was using this cheap-ass shaver. I'm not even going to use the name. I bought it at Walmart for fucking 30 bucks, and I'm shaving my nuts, and all of a sudden, I just howled in pain, and I cried for the first time in my adult life. Well, for the first time this month, actually. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, and blood was trickling all at the bottom, just little droplets, and I said, I said, screw it, and I stopped, and I was half-shaved, and I was walking around with a half-row of my balls. Horrible, horrible experience. So I did what I could do, and I picked up the phone, I called Manscaped, and I said, please come back. Please sponsor the show. And they were like, all right, fine. Here you go, nerd. Here's a nice new product for you. Here is the Lawnmower 3.0. This thing is amazing, just the design. The engineering on this thing is beautiful. I mean, the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is designed with a compact shape for easy maneuvering while wet or dry. This thing's waterproof, more waterproof than your stupid iPhone 20 or whatever the hell they're at now. It's just amazing. It's got the skin-safe technology. That's the perfect tool for an incredible grooming experience. It's very sleek. I mean, it, you can travel with it, and it's also wireless. So you can charge it, and you pick it up. You can bring it in there with you. So you don't have to worry about you know, accidentally electrocuting yourself in the goddamn shower. But they also got other products, too, like the Weed Whacker, which I need because as an old man who's starting to get gray hairs now, my nose hairs are really long, and the weed whacker, you just jam this thing in there like Arnold Schwarzenegger from Total Recall, and just move it around in your fucking nose, and instead of pulling out that little ball that he had that was tracking him with, with, with whoever else chasing him, it's going to pull out those nasty nose hairs. It's like going in a backyard and ripping out weeds, but it's painless. You don't feel any pain at all. You don't get those nasty scents of batteries that you get from all those cheap-ass ones. This one's amazing. The skin-safe technology as well, something I cannot brag enough about with these guys. You do not hurt yourself. You don't have droplets of blood. You don't hurt yourself at all. It's amazing. You can go as hard as you want. You, you just pull it, you just pull that sack back and you just fucking go to town on yourself. Before you know it, you're going to be smooth. Smooth as my head. My, my bald head. I love this thing. You could use it on your fucking head. You could use it on your armpits, your mustache, your, every place on your body. You can use this thing. And I'm telling you what, the ladies are going to love you for it because you're going to be as smooth as a baby's butt. It's amazing. The battery life is phenomenal. They got a 600 mAh lithium ion battery. Hold the charger up to 90 minutes. You can shave your whole body five times in 90 minutes, even more, depending on how tall or you know, short you are. It's such a phenomenal. They send you all sorts of stuff, and there's a lot of different things that you can get as well. There's a crop reviver. keeps your balls cool. The crop preserver keeps them nice and shave-free. And the cleanser, it romances your stones. It's basically a hair and body wash. It makes you feel really good. But ball deodorant, whoever thought of ball deodorant? Only these guys. I'm serious. They are the best company out there. Very innovative, and we're happy to have them back. There's so many different things. Here's some testimonials for you. 85% of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff. 80% of women think men should trim below the belt. Those other 20 women are dirty fucking skeezers. 
89% of men think grooming is essential to their professional success. So thank you, men. We're actually moving up in the rank. There's 11 dirty bastards out there, 11% of dirty bastards, but we'll get to them. And if you get this right now, there's an exclusive offer. You get free boxers and a travel bag, so you can put all these tools in there. And $109.99, you get every single product, and you get a money-back guarantee. And the cool thing about that $109.99 plan is it's every three months. So you get fresh products. You're always fresh and trim. Your ladies are going to be all over. You're going to have to beat them off with a stick, all right? You're going to look phenomenal. You're going to smell phenomenal. And the best thing is you're just going to get some free gifts like that fucking Manscaped Boxers. I mean, it's going to keep your dick all where it's supposed to be. And that bag is amazing. It's really sleek. It's a leather bag. It's going to keep all your stuff protected. So get on this right now, manscaped.com, and use our code V-O-M-1-0. V-O-M-1-0 at manscaped.com, and please do it. And you'll save tons of money. You're going to save $80 off the retail price. So normally, it'd be $169.99 for the Perfect Package 3.0. You're going to get it for $89. You're going to go for the, the best package, the $109.99. Normally, that's $197, so that you're going to save even more money. The more packages that you get to protect your package. Why wouldn't you do this, ladies and gentlemen? Go to manscaped.com, B-O-M-1-0. On with the show.
Hey, what's going on again, everybody? It's another episode of the Voices of Misery podcast, and of course, one half of your ha ha Halloween duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. What's going on? How you feeling today? It's been a couple of days since we've done this. You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm fine. A lot of weird shit's been going on with the fucking car. We're talking about Halloween, and you know, the car's been haunted the past couple of days. It seems like every time I turn the goddamn thing on, a bunch of weird beeps happen. So, like, this car tells me what the fuck is wrong with it, and apparently everything is wrong with it now. Uh, what happened the other day? I guess, like, the weather got cold and the tire started, like, deflating a little bit. Yeah, that's so annoying. Fucking annoying. I so that like every time we get that fixed, it go- yeah. happens again. Hello, Mr. Poling. How are you today, sir? So, yeah, like, that happened. And, uh, what else happened? The fucking, um... Oil. Oh, yeah. So the oil needs to get changed. So that beeped. The other thing beeped. And we got a letter in the mail today saying there is something that needs to be updated in the car. And to bring it down ASAP. I feel like this is some kind of conspiracy theory to get me to fucking spend some goddamn money. Hey, what's up, Ralph? How you doing, sir? Yeah, it does suck, man. So, yeah, we got a couple people in the chat room already. We're going to open up the phone lines in a minute, aren't we? In a little bit. And just see Usually what the hell happens. bullshit first. Yeah, we're going to bullshit for a little bit. We'll open up the phone lines, let people come well, in and bullshit. Well, you're getting the car fixed tomorrow, right? They, they can come cuss me out. What? Yeah, I'm going tomorrow morning. Going to go tomorrow morning, get this thing fixed. Probably going to cost a couple hundred bucks because these people like the milk. A couple hundred? Oh, I mean, that's how it starts. It starts off really low. It's like, okay, you need a twenty nine ninety nine special oil change. Hey, we found something wrong with the car. As these guys got their, like, their fucking shiv in their pocket. They're, like, stabbing holes in the things to get you to buy more shit. That's how, that's how it works, man. That's what these guys do. It's really bad. Uh, see, these guys are cooking dinner. And you know what the hell I ate tonight? Some goddamn Atkins bars. No, don't don't <laughs> listen. He cooked Atkins burgers. Bar. He's got burgers in there. He just chooses to eat right before bed. It, they sit there all day, so he has stuff in there to eat. Don't be acting like you have nothing in there. Well, you know what those Atkins bars are doing to my stomach today? <sighs> They're really fucking me up, man. They really like put a lot of protein in my stomach. No, it's the eggs you've been eating. It's yeah, disgusting. There's a little something going on here, man. I've been eating too much protein, too many eggs, and my stomach is a fucking mess. Oh, Sherry's in the house. How are you today? There you go. Brian knows what the fuck is up, man. Yeah, you, you see, like, that's what happens. You go for an oil change. You're like, all right, I just want my nothing else, right? And then these motherfuckers, they just do some shit. They, like, spit some pellets into your goddamn tank or whatever, like your gas tank. And they're like, okay, you need to get this fixed. And they just do things. But this is not some mom-and-pop store I'm going to. This is an actual, like, Ford, Beach Ford. They got commercials. They got this big-ass, like, multi-million dollar uh, building. I don't think they're going to big league me or whatever and I just bought the car from them like like less than six months ago probably like six seven months ago I think so yeah I bought it last November so it wasn't that long ago so they know they can't last November me. they're probably gonna try yeah it was November shit we've had this car for almost here yeah these fuck yeah I know wake the fuck up Sherry's telling you to wake up god damn every time we turn this microphone on it's like your your energy level goes from like 100 to zero this is late it's seven o'clock eastern time not even seven o'clock yet those fucking protein farts, Ralph just bought a protein farts, and yeah, man, mine have been fucking vicious. It's been all day long. It's, yeah, but it, you it's find been, it funny, and you make it... I don't it, find it funny. My stomach's no, a wreck. You make it, like, a, this big, dramatic fucking thing, because you're a typical man, and oh, it's I disgusting. Pull, like, I got to pull my pants down and you just You close people bend in over rooms with fucking... it. You're disgusting. <laughs> it no was one an accident. Is, no, that's not an accident. No, that was an accident. The whole closing in the room incident was an accident. It was really bad. <laughs> you walk into a room, and, like, everything is good, and then, like, right before you leave, you let, like, ten rip, and then you leave. No, it's and, like, like really the rest of us have to breathe that shit in. It's like an Eddie Van Halen guitar solo. It was like, bing. No, no, get out of here. Oh, I got like a fucking creaky door. And speaking of creaky doors, it's Halloween time. I hope you guys are excited. Uh, the interview I was supposed to have today with a person who was a really creepy individual 
It's getting moved till tomorrow because some supernatural shit happened to their house, meaning the weather is knocked out God. their power. I swear to God. Brian, that? if he does that, I swear to God, someone's going to get knocked out. Oh, that's called a Dutch oven, I believe. I don't care. You put the blanket over their head and let I one rip. I swear it's to God. A... <laughs> oh, man. Did you ever hear... Now, what you got to do is go to this thing. It's called Urban Dictionary, where you can type in the funniest shit and get even funnier responses, right? So there's this one called a Bill Cosby. <laughs> If you typed in an Urban Dictionary, I don't know the exact verbiage for the whole uh, you know explanation of what the hell a Bill Cosby is, but you know how he used to wear those really ugly sweaters that were like multicolored back in the Cosby Show days before he like got caught for raping yeah. bitches and shit. So they said eat a bowl of fruity pebbles while you're banging your girl doggy style, and then puke all over her back or some shit that's like disgusting. that, what just before you master, just, just like just before you, you you finish, and that's called a Cosby sweater. That's disgusting. Yeah, there's some weird ones out there. There was called a Freddy Krueger, like if he ripped their shirt when he doing something. There's a bunch of weird ones in Urban Dictionary. I don't know who the hell comes up with these, but some of them are really funny. Men. Some are really funny. All right, it's, so, it's all men. So what the hell else have you been up to? Just tell the people what you've been up to while I look up the definition of a Freddy Krueger on Urban Dictionary. I haven't done anything. I watched the episode of... Man- I woke up today. I was so excited because Mandalorian was back. and Because uh, last season, I, I checked it out after the season was already over. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I was able to binge it. So I was super pumped. And I finally got into the Disney app because at Apple TV was being stupid. It had I had to sign in like ten fucking times today. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with my Apple ID. But uh, <clears throat> so I finally get in there and so disappointed to see just one episode. I don't want to wait for one a week. It, it was really, really good. But I think, uh, I think I'm going to wait a couple weeks before I go back into it. <clears throat> because I, I don't I don't like watching one a week. I like binging. Yeah, you're you're pretty bad with it. Hey, how you doing there, J-Hole? Dude, listen, fucking Ralph said something really funny in the chat just now, and I looked it up, and it's fucking hilarious. You saw about the angry dragon. <laughs> this is an urban dictionary. <laughs> Immediately after you blow your load in a girl's mouth, smack the back of her head and make it come out her nose. When she gets up, she'll look like an angry dragon. <laughs> That's a good one. See, I'm not <laughs> laughing because I know that you'll pull something stupid like that. I'll smack you in the back of the head and then it'll come out your nose and then you look up and you're like an angry dragon. You know when they have the shit come out their nose? <laughs> That's classic. Oh my God. That's a classic one. So here's a Freddy Cougar, okay? So born artist. What the hell is it? Oh no, that's not the right one. God damn it, I suck at this whole fucking thing here. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So here's a Freddy Cougar shit. When you see someone who has a scary or wicked looking scar somewhere on their body. Tom, hey, do you see that guy's hand? Mary, you know why? Tom, he had a gunshot scar in his hand. It was some Freddy Krueger shit. No, that one wasn't as good, but there's so many of these goddamn Urban Dictionary things. You just got to go on there and type something in, and it's well, fucking who hilarious. Who to look that shit up? I used to. I used to go down those rabbit holes, and I used to just read up random shit on the internet, and it was fucking amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> Jay Hall's like, he's going to have to try it. Go, go for it, man. You know what? It's Friday night. No. You need to go ahead. Everyone got paid tonight. You, you know what? I hope all you skeezer. men... Get the shit cra- uh, knocked out of you. I you, really do. You go ahead and find you a skeezer, and you go ahead and give that shit to somebody. You give this, him that... This, uh, this is, he's going to pull the shit on me. <laughs> give that dragon to someone. <laughs> the angry <sighs> dragon. It's so funny. Who the hell comes up with that name? Seriously, like, who the hell would come up with that shit? Whoever did it is a genius. This is... The this Harry is Houdini. I'm like, I'm going to be looking these up all night now. This is horrible. This, this is, is fucking, horrible. This is because the, the, this, this is all bad for me. That's all it is. Yeah, this is all bad news for you. And you know what else is bad news for you? The fact that I said I was going to go tomorrow to get this car fixed, and I was going to be all by myself across town. And you said you wanted to come with me because you want to get your pole, right? 
you you said that you said you said the other day Chipotle, mm-hmm. and then you said because we were supposed to go to Sears, <laughs> five dollars, and then you changed to go to Ford, and I'm like, well, there ain't nothing up there. Mm-hmm. You're like, good, you could stay home because I passed buy a lot of shit on the way home and I'm trying to think in my head like what the fuck does he pass by and you let it slip that you pass by Chipotle so now I'm going to be in the car tomorrow you got your little toys mm-hmm. at, now, at at the store I'm yesterday you're expecting something now after you, you get, got your you fucking get. toys yesterday at the store no, you got your toys you were what did I get? begging for that shit for you Dude, no, I don't know. He's got the whole setup for Ghostbusters now, and he you almost bought a second set. Yeah, but I put it down because I have self control. But you threw the other ones in the cart because no, you I wanted. Didn't. All right, so just a quick background for you guys: they have this set at Walmart, and it's the original Ghostbuster figures from Part One, and it's like the real movie and they're articulate or, or whatever the fuck you call them. If you're a uh, action figure person, you know, like uh, the articulation of the figures, like their fingers move and everything else moves and everything else like that, right? They look just like the people from the movie. Yeah, they're actually pretty decent looking. Yeah, like they scale them nicely. The proton packs, they get unbuckled and go on their backs and shit. Like, it, like they're actually really cool. And I bought the original four guys. And I'm like, that's all I want. And I put them up on top of our mantle that we got. We got this nice little area where we can put them. There's a picture on Instagram yeah, you can but check out. They are now taking over Lil Sweet and my two Batmans. Yeah. And the actual beach decorations pops. I have up there. So now that whole mantle is a... Freaking mess. It's it's all messed up. But the Ghostbuster figures came with the Terror Dogs. And if you guys don't know what a Terror Dog is, I'm sure you guys do. Uh, Lewis turned into one of them in the Ghostbuster movie, played by Rick Moranis. He turned into that big dog. And they were like, oh, your girlfriend's a dog, right? And, and Dana turned into one, too. Mm-hmm. Each character comes with one piece of the dog. And the four Ghostbusters came with two legs and two arms. So there's four pieces that they came with. So I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. You wanted to get the whole dog, and Dana and Gozer came with the body and the head. I'm like, I don't really care about those two. We went to the store, and we passed by it a couple of times. How are you going to have arms and legs and no body or head? I didn't have to put the dog together. It's the least important character in the movie. It was, it barely made an impact, and it just wasn't important to me. And I didn't care for oh, Dana Jesus. or Gozer, because the Dana character wasn't that good. <laughs> Urban stay puff mark, rolling down the street smoking a blunt. Mm. The Urban State Puff Marshmallow Man. Can you imagine that shit? He's got his fucking sailor... Uh, Why don't they sell that? Handkerchief stuck into his... I'm sure they do. I'm sure they got that one. But th- we bought those other two pieces. Now we got the fucking dog and everything's all set up together. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we got walking dead people standing up there. Well, they're not really standing. Yeah, we got, we got Andrew and the governor up there. We I gotta find the Freddy. We should post a picture of our completed. We have a Freddy Cougar thing in here somewhere. I think my daughter took it. I think Jenna yeah. took it. I don't know. Yeah. In her room, I, I, I can't. The Stay Puft 40 ounce, man. I like that idea, Jay Hall. That's a pretty good one right there, man. We should open up these phone lines in a little bit because I'm fucking excited. I'm ready to talk to people and hear their stories. I hope people have some shit they want to talk. You can cuss me out. I don't give a shit. I'm just, I'm just ready for some fun. And when these randoms start popping in here, that's the fun time. Remember that one time we had, we opened the phone? Yeah, that uh, was annoying. That, that, that was only fun for in. you. Uh, well, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. I just like that kind of interaction. Old English. Jesus Christ, old and Mad Dog. They're bringing back my uh, teenage years here. Back when that shit, Mad Dog 2020. Uh, Mad Dog was this drink that we drank, um, if I'm not mistaken. This was a long time ago. I'm 38 years old now. This was back in my middle school years. Uh, I, I was friends with this girl who my, my, my older brothers and sisters hung out with. And their family used to say, all right, you guys can hang out with whatever. And then once they got older and we were in middle school, I remember their older, her older brother 
bought us liquor for the for the dance, and it was Mad Dog 2020, and it came in different colors. We had that, and we had Goldschlager, which was fucking disgusting. And back when you were a kid, you don't know what's good and bad liquor. That Goldschlager was fucking trash, and it had, like, these little gold shavings in the bottom of it. And we drank it, and I felt so sick. But the Mad Dog was really good. I don't think they sell that anymore, though. I think that's been discontinued. It's kind of like that Zima. That Zima beer. Yuck. Zima was all right. It was like a clear, uh, if I remember correctly, I'm not a flavor. drinker. I've never had any of that stuff. Well, I used to drink None leftovers. My family used to, like, get fucked up and... Like a, like half a sip left, I'd go and take it. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, no. I've yeah. never had any interest in liquor at all. Vodka, I think, was it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm. And that got to be too much. Well, who out there is going trick-or-treating tomorrow? Or is anyone's neighborhood on lockdown as bad as California is? Because holy fuck, man, they've got some crazy rules. Did you see what they were talking about for Thanksgiving? Yeah, you brought it up last episode. It's, it's really bad, and they were talking about it again today, and Gavin Newsom has not backed down on any of this shit. He has, he, there's nothing he can do. Yeah, there is. Just say, what are you going right, to do? He, all he can say is live life. Go ahead and do it. These fucking people are locking down, and uh, Texas is locking down again. A certain area of Texas is locking down because coronavirus spiked again. My sister stopped talking to me today. We were having a good conversation. About what? Coronavirus? And, like, out of nowhere, like, the conversation ended. She said, I can't remember what the hell she said. She said something about um, asking... If the neighborhood was doing trick or treating, and I said, "Well, yeah," I said, "Our mask ordinance is over." I said that ended yeah. yesterday. Okay. And she goes, "Well, that's a silly thing." Now, mind you, she's oh, in New York. She's a New Yorker. That's right. She's seeing different news than we are, and uh, she's like, "Well, that's really silly." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "I don't think you understand. Like, we're not seeing that stuff down here. Yeah, we're not. And like, you're hearing something completely different. And people down here are not wearing masks. We're just we're we've been living life for months." They're just finally lifting it, like, officially. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's gone for yeah. this county. Gone. Done. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me. And I'm like... It's over. Here we fucking go. Like, seriously? Like, mm-hmm. I, these people are just so... Good. Ralph's it, taking the kids for Katrina. They're so brain warped up there. Like, it's, it's well, ridiculous. You have to figure, you're a product of your surrounding. And in New York, that's all it is, is mask and fear 24-7. And if your government and your local that's TV horrible. is telling you to be afraid, your local newspaper... That's what it is. It's like they like they've got you quarantined in this little section of the world in New York where they can tell you whatever the fuck they want, and you see it and you live it every day. Of course, you're going to follow it blindly. If your sister came down here and saw how life was, she'd be like, "Holy shit, this is great." Yeah, this is the way life's supposed she, to be. Yeah, this is. The and, way she'll, it is. and I'm sure she'll chime in later or whatever. She's because mm-hmm. she's not one of the ones that will just stop talking to me for fucking years. She's not like that. So she'll, she'll no, she'll come around like later on. But it's just like it's so annoying that they're so warped up there that they have no fucking idea what the hell is going on at all how much did we pay for our oldest daughter's uh costume because ralph dropped 45 on his and he he was he brought i believe hers was 45 too it was around that cost because she she ordered hers off of amazon and it's like some weird and it had to be a character it had to be um, ibuki ibuki pink squirrel's entered the studio how you doing pink squirrel is it ibuki I Something don't know. Like that, it's yeah. an anime character. Something like that. And Pretty, it's freaking cool yeah. as hell. She got she got her boots yesterday to match the outfit. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, and she got makeup. Yeah, she got makeup to freaking wear. Well, let me read this article real quick because I want to get this one off my my docket, so to say. Because uh, yeah, this is the El Paso, Texas thing. So the mayor of El Paso, Texas, voted to block even limiting capacity constraints beyond a fifty percent reduction at bars and strip clubs. I mean, if you're going to a bar and strip club, there are more fluids on those walls that can give you anything worse than coronavirus. 
I don't know why the fuck they even open it at all. If that's the case, I mean, if if, if we're that afraid of something that can that kills less than ninety eight percent of the people that are you know they get it, I just don't understand. Anyway, so El Paso saw its new cases spike to hit the highest average for any county in the United States, adjusted for population size, according to John Hopkins data. As hospitals prepared to treat patients in overflow areas, the critics say the failure to control the rise in cases has been predictable given the guidelines in place that proved to be too lax. So the mayor said that it got lax because people are, are fucking fatigued from COVID. It's COVID fatigue he's calling it, right? So we think people let their guards down. They stopped wearing their stupid fucking mask. However, a rear view of the state's reopening plans and a weak response at the county level to rising cases would seem to indicate the 300% increase in hospitalizations over the past three weeks point to a larger issue of jurisdiction and a fractured response at the federal, state, and local levels. Seriously, I mean, people are going to get sick and they're going to go to the hospital. How can they attribute every single hospital visit to COVID-19 when no one was going to the hospital because of COVID-19 and lockdowns? Maybe people are finally let loose and say, hey, remember that sickness I had that I couldn't go to the hospital for because of COVID? I'm going to go there now because they're lifting these restrictions. People have cancer. People have any kind of weird fucking situation going on. They're going to want to go get it checked out. Are people not allowed to go to the hospital? And maybe these people that are going to the hospital are being tagged as COVID patients. Maybe that's what's going on. We don't know. And how is it this one area just has this huge spike? Doesn't this all seem fucking weird to you? How, like, one place has a huge spike and another one doesn't? Like, Florida reopens everything. Everything. And nothing is going on in Florida. They're just living their lives and having fun. But then Texas, this one little town in Texas is like, all right, 300% spike, we have to shut down. Lockdowns do nothing. They help nobody. They don't stop shit. You can lock down to the end of time. The only way you're really going to stop a virus is if you physically go to everyone's house, lock them in their doors. I'm talking about millionaires, people with power. Everybody needs to be locked in their doors for a month. Yeah, you but can't get, out. get rid that's, of it. That's the only way you can even possibly consider stopping it. The first lockdown. It's not going to stop it. No one, no one stayed in their house. Because you can never let anyone in or out of that county or whatever. Exactly. I mean, like that's the only legitimate way a, a lockdown a could work is if you physically hold everyone in their houses, like put a fucking it doesn't steel just cage d- over the houses or some shit. That, yeah. that doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Saying it out loud makes no sense. But like, even even what the fuck they tried makes no sense. None of it does. These people are fucking morons. They're doing it to kill the economy. That's the only reason why. It's the only thing that makes sense. They're doing it to kill the economy, to hurt Trump, that little cunt Nancy Pelosi, and they're fucking blocking the goddamn stimulus yet again. And then Mitch McConnell's like, fuck you, we're doing it after the election. I think they know something we don't with the polling. They're saying the polling is, is in Biden's favor for the most part, but Trump is really inching in there. He's really getting it close. I think it's the opposite. When you watch these Trump rallies, it's like a fucking rock star concert. He's, he's having a good time. He's telling jokes. He's all laid back, like having a good time. Every single one of his rallies are different. The guy sitting there just telling fucking jokes, having a great time. People are loving life. They had an I love you Trump chant going. He's like, you've never seen this before. He's like, they loved Reagan. You never heard I love you Reagan. During a, he was out there doing this shit. And Biden goes out there. It's like a goddamn fucking morgue. He just shows up there with his stupid fucking sunglasses on to hide his goddamn bloodshot eyes from the drugs they pump him full of to fucking talk for two seconds straight. He's out there just looking like a piece of shit. He's got like all these like circles in the ground where people have to stand in the circle. It's it just, it's it's two different extremes. And I really feel like people are going to see these two guys doing these two complete. All right, so do I want America to look like this or that? Do I want to dance the YMCA or do I want to fucking stand in a circle for the rest of my life with a mask on six feet away from everybody I care about? And I think that's where people are going to see 
and they're going to vote accordingly. That's what I hope, at least. I hope people vote the right way. I'm not a big fan of either candidate, to be honest with you, but that's what we got to fucking deal with. And I vote for dancing for the YMCA. I would rather do the YMCA dance. As uncoordinated as I am, I would rather do that than stand in a fucking circle. How about you? I don't care. <laughs> you don't give a the shit. The shit is rigged. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk. It's rigged. I would have said if that. anyone thinks it's not, they're fucking delusional. They, they came on the news and said that they are throwing mail-in ballots out. They're throwing them <sighs> out because the signatures don't match. Whose ballots do you think they're throwing out? This is fucking rigged. I don't... Whatever. I don't care who wins. Just get it over with. I'm over it. I don't want to... Like, it's just... I'm done. I I don't have an opinion anymore. I don't care. Just get it done and... Let's face whatever the hell we're dealing with. Like, it's less than a week. It's one more week. And then we'll know what we're dealing with. That's all I want to know. No, I know, I know. And, 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 um... Are we going to be freaking shit out of luck and stuck in our homes for fucking years? Or are we going to actually be able to live our life? I just want to know. Just let me know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. So am I, Ralph. So am I, sir. I, I can't wait for the be over. It should be coming soon enough. I'm hoping after the election this is all over and everyone can go back to just living their lives I'm and having fun the, again. The, shit, the, the news said they're throwing ballots out. Yeah. That is horrible. Yeah. They don't want anyone they're to go and they're, vote they're in torching, person. They're torching the mailing stations. Too. They want oh, yeah. people to mail it in because of COVID. You can't go. We don't want large crowds, so please don't stand in line for hours and, and cast your vote. Yeah. But it's safer for you to do it from home. So but you're can throwing the them out. Yeah, so they can control the narrative. That's how it Get is. Get the hell out of here. I don't trust any of it. I'm doing mine and in I person. And I said that the last election. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust person. it. I'm so. doing mine in person. That's the only thing I'm doing. Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. Just let, let well, me just know how I'm supposed to live the next four years. That's all. Yeah, and uh, Brian sent a, an article in um, Discord today about the Bidens, the, how they were receiving money for a hospital that they were investing in or some shit like that. And uh, people were just dying in the hospital, and they just didn't give a fuck. And this isn't something that you're going to see in the mainstream media. They're just hiding all this stuff. It's such bullshit. And, oh, so Ralph went, there's a three-hour wait for him. I don't want to. Line for three hours, but yeah, I'll do people it. were passing out snacks and stuff, and I'll like water I'll, bottles I'll in I'll certain areas. Yeah. Like, and good for them. Like, yeah. I, I would, I say, voting in person is better. I think so too. I think that's a little shady mm. too nowadays, but that is better than mailing it in because I don't trust someone to handle my my yeah. vote and, and cast it, and you know, for it to count. Yeah, I don't trust it either. There's just something about giving very, your vote to the someone. The whole thing is shady. Yeah, I know. And the fact that is, is like, if I'm voting for Trump and on the cover of the envelope is a picture of Trump saying, hey, this guy's a Republican or this guy's a Democrat, whatever. The person holding the mail has their own views of what they want to see happen. And everyone's so passionate now about what they want. Who's to say the mailman's not going to see it and wipe his ass with it and throw it out or rip it up and not even deliver that piece of mail, you know? They're also throwing out ballots that you're, I guess you're supposed to put it in two envelopes. Yeah. So if you only put it in one envelope, it gets tossed. And if your signature doesn't match what your signature... Now, my signature most of the time matches, but sometimes it doesn't, depending on how quick I'm doing it or whatever, or what type of signature I'm doing. Yeah. Like, if I had to sign the stupid tablet when they come to spray the house, that looks completely different mm-hmm. than what it would on, like, a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or, like, at the DMV, it looks different. Or for the house, the house one. When we bought this house, my signature is not like that at all. Mine is they always made different, me sign too. a certain way. Mine's always different, yeah. So, like, it will never match. 
they're just tossing those. Like, they're no big deal. And then if you don't use the two envelopes, so... I just think I they're mean, doing what useless. they want to do. This whole thing is a fucking <clears throat> wreck. They said 80 million votes were out, and the thing about the 80 million votes <clears throat> is those were all cast before yeah. the Hunter Biden shit came out. So it's like, come on, really? It's, it, it's garbage. It's all not right, but... What is right is that this thing's going to be over really soon, and I can't wait to be done with all this shit. I can't wait to go back to a normal life, even if this fucking cunt Joe Biden wins... I mean, shit, like, civilization as we know it, freedom's going to be gone and thrown out the fucking window, but at least it'll be over with, you know? And and if you watch CNN and all these other goddamn news stations, it's going to be the greatest thing that happens since sliced bread. The with that would be that Ho- hopefully he won't Joe last Biden, four years. Hopefully Joe Biden cures the coronavirus and it's all over with, and the whole mass thing works, and they just get rid of it all, and that's what they report and it's over with. That's all I care about. That's really it. I just want this shit to be over with. That's all I want. I just want coronavirus to end. Mm-hmm. Because we, we haven't seen it, experienced it in our life. And people in down here just don't give a shit. They cough. They sneeze all over each other. They don't care. They go to Walmart without their mask on. And we have never had an outbreak down here in Horry County. No one gives a fuck. It's, it's all these other areas for some reason. And you got to look at it. And it's a political slant. And yada, yada, yada. I'm done with it. Let's turn on those fucking phone lines. And let's see what the hell we can get done here, people. Phone lines are going on right now. If you want to rant about anything, you want to talk about the coronavirus, you want to talk about whatever the hell you want, you want to share a Halloween story, you can right now. If you've got anything you want to talk about, come on the show right now. Be up with the phone lines. And, uh, yeah, we've only done this a few times here, so we're going to see how this goes. If any trolls come in, we'll talk to you. Why not? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> you don't like trolls? No, man. Uh, I mean, and I can't remember how to block them. If that took if me like five minutes. Don't say time. that because if they hear it, they're going to come in and, and just wreck havoc. Ugh, just wreck God. havoc on this show. You know, they're going to flip over some tables and knock things over and use the bathroom and not pull the toilet seat up or whatever down, depending on what gender they think they assign with that week. Who knows? God. <laughs> so we got some good ha- Halloween candy, and I know last year we talked about Halloween oh. candies. The Halloween candy, man, we pass by that, and out of nowhere, and this never happens, you hear Jenna being screamed. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, that's right. Our kid got shout-outs. Is going and... on. And I turn around, and her special ed teacher from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, Sherry's calling. Uh-oh. Hit, hit, yeah, hit that one. Hey, Shug. Turn turn that thing up a little bit. Hold on, we, hold on. We got to turn you up. There we go. How you doing, Shug? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. You've got the nicest southern accent I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So, now, okay, I've got a story, but it's it's not really scary. But it's like a hot, I guess it's going to be Halloween-ish. Hold on. It's a ghost. Can you guys in the chat hear her? Or should we turn it up a little bit more? I just want to make sure that I want, I want to make sure that the microphone is... Oh, I'm sure they too. can. You, you, you see a little thing okay, that goes up and hear. down? Yes. Yeah, that's the volume thing. We're not that good at this technology no, thing, but we'll not. get there eventually. All right, so you have a story, and I want to hear this okay. one because I'm very interested to hear someone else's voice besides this woman across the table from me. Shut up. Okay. So... <laughs> My grandmother was um, in the hospital. She was, this is years ago, um, and she was sick. We knew she was not coming home. We're like we knew it was the end, and she had this one nurse who was amazing, and she was always there. Like every time we went, she was there. And 
I'm not trying to be ugly. She was a black lady. Um, and my grandmother referred to her as her black angel. And she had this like angel pin that she wore on her uniform. Well, my grandmother always said, oh, here's my black angel, you know, my black angel. It was just always that. So she gave my grandmother the pin and pinned it on her little hospital gown. And this went on for like three or four days. And I mean, she, when I say she was always there, she was always there. And when my grandmother eventually passed, she wasn't there. Like we didn't see, we saw her, but she like was getting off. So we went back up to the hospital three or four days later just to thank everybody and especially wanted to see the lady because we didn't know her name. We knew her as Black Angel. <laughs> and nobody knew who we were talking about. Nobody. They said there was never um, a lady of that description had ever worked on that floor, had ever worked in that hospital. Like, nobody knew who we were talking about. How creepy is that? No. It's, cre- it's creepy but sweet at the same time. Y- you know yeah, and I, saw, I have that angel pin. Like, I have it. It's a little black angel pen. I'll post a picture and put it in Discord. I have that pen. You know what would be so really weird. screwed up, though? Is if she didn't work there, but they found her later on, and she had a bunch of IDs You're and like credit an cards ass. and shit in her purse. Uh, yeah. We actually, actually had the hospital staff concerned about that. And they pulled footage just to see. Oh, and there was no video of her. Like, there's no image of this woman ever entering or leaving my grandmother's room. So what do you Dude, think the explanation creepy. for that would be then? Because, like, this woman, obviously, because, like, I've seen movies uh, where this has been, like, a premise where you would see, like, a person that wasn't really there and they would be kind of like a messenger or someone that would help bring someone over to the other side. Do you think that's what this is? Or was? Maybe. I mean, it was, I mean, maybe it truly was a black angel. I think it was weird, though. I mean, to me, it's kind of creepy. But at the same time, like Nardette said, it's kind of sweet. It's just so odd. Like someone was looking after her. Like, I, thought, I think that's sweet. But, but then when you really think about it, then it's creepy. <laughs> it's, yes. Especially because I listen to too many true crime podcasts. But, <laughs> but you see, like, stuff like this really makes me wonder, though, because I'm, I'm very intrigued and I really wonder about the afterlife because we all have this time where we're going to die events. We all know we're going to die. It's sad. It's dark. It's depressing. We're going to die. Your grandmother, she had a black angel, which is probably one of the weirdest things because, you know, like a grandmother, you think like a different time, different lifestyle in the southern life. Why a black angel? Who would be your angel, Sherry? Who would be the person when you're on, and, and, you know, 50,000 years from now, when you're on your deathbed, who's going to be the person that you would think would be by your side? And not like a family member, just like a weird person, how your grandmother had a black angel. Who would be yours? It would be you, Nard. I knew she was going to, I knew she was going to freaking say that. I fucking knew it. So, like, what would I be doing? Would I be standing above you, just like trying to cop a feel? Like, because, oh like, that's God. what I normally do. You'd probably be teabagging me. Right? <laughs> Come on, get up, get up, kid. You got some life left in you. Get up. Um, like, for real, I, I think it would be my grandfather. Like, you know, for all real, but I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of weird. What about you, there, Nerdette? Who would be your person? Because you've already had a dream, like a weird dream, with your family members. Yeah, my grandparents, but the, I don't think that's weird. I don't, I don't think my dreams are, my one dream was weird. 
I don't know who mine would be. In all honesty, like I, I, I think I've pushed so many people away in life that they're, they're probably get yeah, fucking. Because <laughs> on my deathbed, I'd say get the fuck away from me before I died or some shit. I don't think anyone would come near me. Okay, you're too mean to die. You know yeah. what? I've been told that. that all the time. I said that to my mom the last time I talked to her. I was like, Mom, you're too mean to die. Remember that when I was talking to my mom on the phone? Oh, my God. That was a horrible conversation. It was bad. It was really bad. You but were still it was on, funny. You were still on. No, it's not funny. You were still funny. on rum and like the But she whole, left. Yeah, she left. But like, I don't think she thought that was funny. You were saying some messed up shit. Well, that's how I grew up. We always said it's loving weird. things to each other. Oh, Lord. So, Sherry, do you believe in this stuff? Do you believe in the afterlife? Do you believe in any of this? I do. So, I think I think there are angels and ghosts, and I think there's good ghosts and bad ghosts, and I do. I believe it. So, why do you think ghosts would stick around? Do you think that would be kind of like not the afterlife, but maybe that would be their purgatory? I think it's more of a huh. I always thought it was just their like like their it's their house or it's their land or it's their call. You know. They just didn't want to leave it. Don't say that. Brian's saying Rachel Ray would be yours. No, I can never get that lucky. <laughs> I can never get that lucky in life. Oh God! It wouldn't be Rachel Ray. It would be uh, who's the, who's the old lady? He's really trying to drive Martha me crazy. Stewart? No, no, not Martha Stewart. She's she's kind of cool. Uh, there's one down oh, here. Julia. Pa- Julia. Uh, yeah, it would be her. No, no, Julia Child. No, 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 no. That fucking voice of hers, that ugly face. That that would be mine. It would be someone that you hate so much. It would be like Alyssa Milano or Oh Jesus Christ, Gordon Ramsay. No, oh, or my God. Um, yeah, it would be someone that you no. hated. Uh, Cuomo. Oh there my you god. Go. Lizzo. No, it would be the Fauci. Like, hey, you can't die yet. You can't die without putting on your mask. You gotta wash your hands. You gotta wash your asshole. You gotta wash oh the meat. And you gotta get the cuticles. You gotta do all this and that and the other. So, Sherry, are you gonna have a socially distanced Thanksgiving or are you going to do it the right way? I was coming to your house for Thanksgiving. You know what? As long as you wear your mask, stay six feet distant, we had to get outside, we gotta listen, and we can't sing. If you sing, we're all gonna die. You're gonna kill grandma. If I was to sing, you would die because of my voice. So, <laughs> oh man! So, uh, are you guys going to do Thanksgiving? I, or, and, and I'm sorry, not I think Thanksgiving. So. Halloween. Normally, oh, Halloween, we're going to my oldest son's, um, his in-laws, and they're doing like a Halloween festival. Must be like 20 kids there. Oh so we're God. totally not following any protocol. <laughs> Good for no you. Mass. Yeah, no masks, no probably no social distancing. We're gonna hug everybody, and and their costumes yeah. look amazing. They all have costumes. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. They got some of the she, coolest she's shit. She's been sewing the last couple days. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> in the process of doing now. So what the <laughs> hell? My husband and I we're gonna be Romeo and Juliet. So cute. Romeo and Juliet. No, Romeo from like the the what's gnome the, movie. What's that? They're, it's Romeo and Juliet, but they look like garden gnomes. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It was a cartoon movie. I don't watch those. You know that. Well. Oh, it's such a cute movie. It's so cute. Elton John's off his music. It's so good. Oh, Elton John. That's why I skipped it probably. I don't like that son of a bitch. You don't watch cartoon movies except for Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story was great. It made me cry that one. Uh, was it three? Yeah. Well, we got to do something yeah. together one of these days, Sherry. You got to get your ass down here to South Be Carolina. Careful. She's coming. She's not coming. I didn't tell you, but she's coming. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. December. You see, the thing is, like, I say things, but I but when they actually happen, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> What's happening? You're going to be cussing when I'm knocking on you. You won't answer. 
We I'm probably won't. Banging on the door if you want answers. But the funny thing is, like you know us, so you know where to look. You're gonna be looking at those blinds, and you're gonna see an eye, sh- <laughs> and you're gonna see the blind shut. <laughs> you know where to look. So holy you're shit! You're so right. Y'all be laughing. Oh Jesus! Oh man! We appreciate you for coming on and sharing your story, Sherry. Well, you got anything else you want to say to us? Anything you want to cuss us out? Cut. No. So I'll be nice. Um, I'll be glad when you're not working so many jobs. You know what? I'm um, only down to two now. Because I hearing about how tired you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And I'll be glad when the pot of the politics are over because, you know, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm so over. I've never been so knee-deep in this shit until now just because I care. I never no, cared other before. Other than that, I love y'all's show. Well, thank you. I we love you, too. Listen. I always listen. Well, we appreciate you, and I don't know how the hell you put up with her, but... What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the best part of this fucking show. Well, you're Absolutely. not that bad. You're See? Not, well, you know what? People people like you better than me. All right, Sherry, we appreciate you, and I know you're you're uh, very busy. you got a lot of shit you got to do, so we will let you go here. We yes. have some people popping in the chat. Maybe one of them will call in, huh? Maybe Bumblebee. I hope so. Call in with your stories, guys. <laughs> call in and talk some shit. Sherry, you have a good night. Thank you. All right. Bye. That was fucking fun, wasn't it? Get I to told talk you some it was such a good a story. such a nice southern accent. Oh, my God. It's such a nice accent. I love southern accents. I'm not going to hear really the good. end of it now. What, southern accents? <laughs> yes. Hey there, Don JCA. Motiva- He's a motivational speaker. I would love to get this guy to call in. Don, if you can hear my voice, call in and motivate us. Because we need some motivation, man. This is a... One of those days where we got the we got the election coming up. We're down in the dumps. We need someone to, to pick us up. So Don, if you can hear us, call in, man, and uh, get your shit over, whatever. Bumblebee as well. Uh, Bumblebee tuna is isn't that a thing? Bumblebee tuna. Yes, it's good. It's real, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So because I'm looking at the name and I'm like, all right, what the hell is Bumblebee well, tuna? As long as it yeah. doesn't have a, a bone in it. That was the last time you had Bumblebee tuna, right? You that was the last it. time I had tuna fish. Oof. You ate a can of it. Yeah, there was one small bone in Stockholm, yuck. Sweden. How you doing? Don, there's a call-in button. Hit it and come on in and tell us a story, sir, because you're in Sweden. And Sweden is the only country that got the lockdowns correct. They never did it, as far as I know. They didn't lock down and everything went fine. So, yeah. You sure? Hmm? You sure they didn't lock down? Yeah, Sweden was the one country that didn't lock down. Yeah, they just didn't do it. Oh, here we go. Let's get him in here, Don. Let Don in. Don, you better have a sweet accent. How you doing, sir? How you doing, sir? How you doing, guys? Hey, how are What's you, What's going on? So you're from Sweden. Yes, that's correct. I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. So can you correct me, because I'm probably wrong. You guys never locked down in Sweden, right? Not really, but uh, they are actually uh, trying to make... Uh, hard restrictions here in Sweden so they are starting to get uh, more and more intense here uh, but uh, they are ne- they never dictated you know it's just recommendations um, we have uh, something called uh, trust between, between the government and the people so that's what what we are doing here we are following recommendations naturally not really, you know um, hard restrictions like anywhere else. But we will see what's going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this, they are saying this, uh, the, the cases are rising here, so you never know. 
So you guys never locked down before, and you know they they kind of just said, "Hey, you guys should lock down," but it's not recommended. Now you guys were okay. Like every, everybody looked to Sweden. Like most podcasts and most radio shows here I listen to in the United States were looking at you guys as kind of like a role model, saying that this is how we should have done this from the start. What do you think attributed to the causes that you guys are getting a spike now? Well, I believe there is two powers in, here in Sweden. One power is one wants to open the country and you know keep it like it is. You know, people going about their lives and stuff. And the other. Um, the other power or force they want to lock down they are going with fear they are spreading fear and um, they have policies of uh, closing policies and those policies are uh, miserable we know that they are not working you know they bring with them with them a lot of misery and poverty and much more bad consequences um, so yeah, we have two powers that are fighting each other. Um, let's see what's going to happen. You know, they are saying it's it's, it's come to spike right now, and it's uh, it's a time of you know it's cold here right now in Sweden. So every time uh, on this on the every time on the, on the year uh, we have spikes of you know regular influenza. Yeah, so, see, it's probably the flu. Hmm. Yes, yes, and, and they say oh, it's COVID, so I don't trust them a bit. So this CRP tests are just nonsense. They are not accurate, and um, people who are in charge they say they are not accurate. So, so I, I believe people are, you know, um, they are getting tested falsely, positive, false positive, as as we call it. Um, Oh, yeah. We got a lot of that going on here, too, in the United States. And I want to ask you really quick, though, because you said there are people that are trying to open and some people are trying to close. I'm not too familiar with the with the politics in Sweden, but here we have the Democrats and the Republicans, and you have one party wanting to open, one party to close. Is it kind of the same situation there? Do you have, like, a Republican slash Democrat party, one trying to open, one trying to close? Do you have that kind of a war going on there, kind of? Yeah, kind of. I believe so. Um, But... uh... They, they are, you know, trying to have, uh, um, you know, trying to have a sort of uh, agreement with other parties. So if you are in a government position, you must ask the other parties before you are making, you know, um, you are taking a stand. So, well, but I believe that all the elite here, are, you know, they are speaking with one voice. Uh, but let's see what's going to happen. Uh, I believe so far they have been good. They are not breaking the constitution so far, um, like other countries in the like the, in the U.S. This masks and stuff like that, mandatory stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's crazy. Yes, it, it's, it's both not necessary, but also breaking the constitution. So let's see what's going to happen. Will they both break the constitution with this fear mongering thing? We don't know. Let's see what's going to happen. Now, let me ask you, because I'm looking at your name. It's Don JCA, motivational speaker. Give us a little bit of a background on yourself, because I want to know more about the motivational speaker aspect of your username. Uh, do you do any motivational speaking, or is it just a moniker that you have here for Podbean purposes? What's the story here? Yeah, well, the story that uh, I'm an um, emergency uh, and... Um, mental nurse. I've been working on this field 
in the last nine years, and I have observed how people, how, how it's very important for us to hang out with good energies in life, and how this actually affects our lives very, you know, directly, and um, how uh, I observed how uh, a lot of diseases comes from bad energies, from bad uh, behaviors and, and, and habits that people has so it's it's really inspired me you know to to see how people um, are reacting to uh, the power of words you know sometimes mm-hmm. you can tell somebody a word of compassion and you can save their lives and this is what I observed in in, in my um, emergency field and um, different depart- departments and it's really inspired me to, you know, take all this knowledge and, you know, do this for a living. So I do that for for a living full time right now. I'm doing motivational seminars, coaching one to one, and stuff like that. So this is what I'm living for. <laughs> this one I sure. love to do, uh, uplifting people. That's what I'm doing. Um, uh, I do it here in Sweden, but also I do it uh, internationally. Um, sure. So that, that's the background of, of the story. Well, we sure as hell need people like you right now, and especially in a time like today when, I mean, I was just kind of getting off of what you were saying, that when you have a positive sentiment, when you have a positive mindset and positive surroundings, it does affect your health. So is that what you're doing, basically just kind of building positive atmospheres in a time when there's so much negativity around people? That they're getting yes. sick because of their mental mindsets. Oh yes, definitely, definitely, and it's scientifically proven that if we are feeling bad, you know, ourselves and our you know body are reacting to our thoughts because mm-hmm. our thoughts are energy, and it's proven as well. You know, it's a powerful energy. Uh, that's why we have to be very careful with our thoughts, what kind of energy we radiate and uh, what kind of energy we want to send to the universe and to our environment and to the people we love. It's very important that we have uh, positive energy and, and all this comes from thoughts. Uh, and what happens that when we adapt that habit of always, you know, uh, choosing the good, uh, it will also radiate on ourselves. And it will also uh, open a lot of opportunities for us in life. Um, people, you know, are very um, programmed negative. You know, they are listening to bad news, to bad uh, propagandas, and, and it's engraved in us, you know. And mm-hmm. we need to be free from that. I believe we have much more potential that we we are actually know about um, and I've seen that as well there's so much good things we are capable of doing of course I agree now what would you say to someone who's, who can't get in contact with you immediately and they may be listening to the podcast maybe down in the dumps they may be you know depressed because of the election the lockdowns that are incoming yet again how can someone you know keep their own mental health in check and keep themselves happy and keep themselves happy and healthy and on their own, are there any exercises or anything that they can do to keep themselves mentally prepared for what's coming? Yes, well, what is the alternative? We have to be 
career, you know, you have to choose how do you want to be. Uh, if you want to, you want to be strong person, or do you want to be a victim in life? You know, this downsides that's happening right now is a test for humanity. It's a test for us all. Not only in the U.S. It's a, it's a test for all humanity. But let's say even in the U.S. particularly, there is so much division in your country, and there is so much politics that you know makes people uh, sadly uh, lowering the, the human value. Remember that you are equal as human beings. And what makes you equal is that you, you all have the right to life. You all have one life to live, and that's what makes you valuable. You have one chance to life, and no matter who we are and where we come from, that's what make should make us unite. You know, as human beings, no matter what we think or what we have for political political beliefs, that's one aspect. The other aspect is that we need to enhance our ability to meet um, to, to meet the crisis in life because you can actually learn from it and it, it will not be the last crisis believe me uh, mm-hmm. life you know offer us so much downs not just ups so try to adapt try to uh, offer value in this time right now because you are made of value you are valuable your existence is valuable and you have so much potential within you don't forget that so you are needed your existence is needed you have so much to give you have so much to offer don't you ever forget that and people would watch you you are needed yes you know what very powerful words Don I agree with everything you said sir and um, you know I had a great time talking to you tonight man and I really appreciate you coming on the show and I would like to get you on eventually for a one on one conversation and I uh, hope you're open to that I hope you follow us on Podbean and we can stay in touch after the show Don thanks man you're a hell of a guy I appreciate you thank you sir it's my absolute pleasure and thanks for having me uh, I will uh write my email here we can surely contact if you want yes sir let's stay in contact and, please sure and uh, I wish you a beautiful day and uh, be always hungry to make people's lives better because you have so much goodness within you thank you I appreciate you sir have a good night man that was good Don is a hell of a guy I'm telling you he knows his stuff and you know I got something out of what he was saying because he says a lot of the same things that we say Obviously, he's a lot smarter, you know. Uh, but the thing is, is like I, I, I do understand what he was saying, and, and I feel like we could all apply that in life. So, thank you for coming on the show, and uh, I'll definitely stay in touch with him. I would like to do a long form conversation, like I like to do with people, and just get into his head a little bit more, and hopefully spread some positivity. Because in a time of you opening up Michelob Ultras, we do need more right, of that. Right, he just put up his uh, email right there. Oh, okay, good. I'm going to save this email right now. And if anybody out there wants to, uh, you know, or needs some motivation in their life, it's J-O-S-E-F underscore motivation at gmail.com. And uh, Don can, can hopefully make your life better, too, because that's what we all need in life. We all need a little bit of something, something going on to help us keep on keeping on. If anybody else wants to call in, you can hit that button, and we will talk to you for a little bit. Anybody out there wants to... Get their voice heard on the old airways. We'll talk some shit and uh, hopefully, you know, just get some stuff going on here. But otherwise, I got some topics I want to get into. 
if no one else wants to call in right now, we're, we're going to sit here and keep the lines open for a little bit longer. Do you have something you want to talk about? You got anything? Um, oh, okay. Um, did you hear about the new TikTok trend? Because oh, this Jesus is this Christ. is like no, Which they get they get worse. They get worse and worse. How how can they get worse? Well, it's Halloween, so Uh-oh. I'm sure some people in the, in the chat have heard about this. It's a do-it-yourself vampire fangs. That's the latest challenge. So these clout seekers on TikTok are super gluing costume vampire fangs to their teeth. Super gluing the costume teeth in their mouth. Super glue is not supposed to be in your mouth. And neither are plastic teeth. <laughs> well, no. Like, so, people yeah. wear them for Halloween. Of course they do, but they're but super But you're not supposed them. to super glue them. What's the point? They stay in pretty well enough, right? Because <sighs> people are fucking... Because they're getting the fangs. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. not the okay. whole okay. Yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, viral videos using hashtag vampire fangs are showing various idiots struggling to <laughs> remove the fangs after using super glue, nail glue, and other adhesives. One video showed an amateur cosmetician uh, spending three hours trying to extract the vampire teeth with nail polish remover to loosen up the glue, almost yanking out his own teeth in the process. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? First of all, I can't even believe the glue is working because I I would figure your mouth is wet, right? Yeah. So that's a little weird to me anyways. But, but, uh, well, I guess people have... Super glue their damn lips before, right? Yeah. Being stupid. Oh, man. The, the only thing I could think about is... I would think... I would be so afraid to rip my tooth uh, out. Like, I could feel it. I could uh, feel it. Like, you... Uh, if you super glue... And then they're using nail glue, not just super glue. So they're using yeah. both. And then putting nail polish remover... They, how are these people are not dead? I just... It's beyond I mean, me. If you're that dumb to put glue in your mouth, and then to glue a, a plastic substance to it... For one temporary night of fun, For I just don't understand. Party. I just don't understand why they would. And the thing is, is like, why do you have the super glue? Why can't you just? Oh, gorilla glue. We oh, had that. Glue. Yeah, we, we have it somewhere in this house. And gorilla glue is pretty, pretty strong stuff. It's I don't know if it's as strong as uh, super glue. I mean, you gotta if it smells that bad, super glue does. It's it, it's got to have some toxins in it that's gonna kill you or make you really sick. Maybe they deserve it. I mean, if you're that dumb enough to put that shit in your mouth, then maybe that's what you deserve in life. Maybe that's just how you should fucking have it happen. I don't know. I don't understand it's why really people stupid. are this dumb, though. Well, cause it's like, just... we say this all the time, but I would never, Im- never, ever think, like, oh, well, let me glue this yeah. shit to my mouth. Like, that doesn't even make sense to me. I don't understand why people do that. Maybe it's just a suggestive thought. Maybe one person does it, another couple people see it, and they want to do it, too. Maybe that's just how it goes, uh... One is monkey see monkey do in life. Maybe that's just. But how uh, many of them are ripping their teeth out trying to get the thing? The, no, I'm sure every single one of them. And they're probably all sitting there in the hospital, uh, sitting, ugh, sitting next ugh, to each other with their fucking horrible. mouth bleeding over the place, and they're holding their tooth in a bucket of milk or whatever the hell you're supposed to put them in to keep them so you can still put it back in there and glue it back, or whatever the fuck they do. Because you can get a horrible. tooth put back in, can't you? Like if you get your tooth knocked out, you can get it put back in if you put it in something. I don't something. think if you put it in milk, is I, it have, ice? I have I have no idea if it's ice or, or milk. Is that just I don't limbs? know. I, I probably limbs. Yeah, they, <laughs> I think they are Democrats, Brian. I have no idea, man. I just don't understand. Like it just these challenges. They they always like when I think they can't get worse, mm-hmm. they somehow do. Why people keep putting poisonous stuff in their mouth yeah. is I just don't get it. Well, I'm about to start putting stuff in my mouth because because this gay man gave his his boyfriend the greatest surprise ever. 
What? All right, and, and I guess men have really stepped up their game here. So there was a, a man who was witness to his own surprise funeral that his boyfriend or- orchestrated for his birthday. His name is Eli McCann. He turned 33. I saw that. He reminisced on this unique experience on Twitter on Wednesday. He said that his boyfriend, Skylar Westenhall, to whom is now married to him, they put on an event back in 2017 because people should have to die in order for their friends to gather and say why they love them. So Westerdahl set up the funeral as a surprise and told McCann to get dressed up for a nice dinner. Almost a half hour later, the couple showed up at a friend's house, and McCann noticed that all the windows were blacked out with curtains. McCann, who's a lawyer and a host of a podcast, said he was shocked to see 15 of his closest friends dressed in black and crying. He said, my husband immediately took a seat and a friend uh, in priestly attire stood and welcomed everyone to my funeral. They all pretended they couldn't see or hear me throughout the entire service. And I guess they basically said like what he meant to them as if he was dead. And he just had to kind of stand around and listen to it while they ignored him. I would have left. That's a really awkward experience. I don't that know would how make you me can so stand around for the whole thing. I don't like hearing stuff like that about myself. Yeah. I don't like. It, it, they were crying, knowing it was fake. Uh, it's very weird. It's like I I understand where the husband was coming from. Like he he's I I, I get it. Me personally wouldn't want to hear it. Like yeah. I'm not. That's not the type of person I am. No one likes praise. No. And if you do, you're, and you're gonna, something wrong with and it. And you're going to sit there for five minutes and talk about all these memories and stuff with me? Yeah. No. That, no. It, I would I would have left. I would have left. Very sweet idea, but I would not have stayed for it. I get the There's message no behind way. it. I do understand the message behind it. Because if you're doing one of these things where, you know, like let's just, let's just say hypothetically you, you go to a funeral, right? And it's someone you really don't care for because that's what most funerals are. You go to someone, ah, I don't really care for this motherfucker. What do you do? You think about the, the positive times and it's too late because they're already dead. So I do get right, this so idea. Right, so I get it. So I get this I idea. don't want to hear nice. it. So maybe... <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Maybe this guy's life got exponentially better afterwards. I like guess. if you're like, hey, you know, after that fake funeral, I was like, hey, I like going fishing with you. Well, we only went you know once. Let, let's go more. This guy's calendar was probably booked to the rec- end of the year. Record something and when I'm feeling depressed and miserable, maybe I'll look at it. I don't want to hear it. And then you're standing there and like they're all ignoring you. Hollywood just, does love praise. This, That's right. No. Yeah. I don't I don't like this. No one ever better do this for me. Mm-hmm. You just know. Well, I mean, don't no worry. I, I Please won't. don't even do I a funeral. Like, I don't me. want it. Yeah. He goes, I won't. Trust me. <laughs> See those assholes in Washington that went to that fucking uh, that oh. killer hornet's nest and they thought they got them all? But they left the queen bee behind. They left the main one behind. Mm-hmm. These idiots, they went there with like these fucking spacesuits times yep. ten. And they went there. Weird and looking spacesuits, too. They, they were pretty cool. So like these, these, these killer hornets couldn't get through the suits. They went there at the right time of night <laughs> when they were sleeping and shit, right? And, uh... They had this, like, foam that they shot in there to put them, like, to incapacitate them. And then they sucked them out with a vacuum. And they had these really cool tubes that they were all in there. They were like, yeah, we got them all. We got them all. And they left. And they left the queen bee. They left the queen bee. And then not only and that. she was pissed. They put trackers on a couple of them mm-hmm. to see where they would go. Yeah. Because there's other murder hornets out there. Like, I'm glad they're trying to catch them. Because apparently they are ruining things and killing off the honeybees and... and all sorts of crap. Not to mention that they sting you multiple times. And they can spit their venom at you. Mm-hmm. So they can spit it and still get you. How they got here, or where they came from, I don't know. But I'm glad they're trying to capture them all. You're, there's no way they're going to just get rid of this 
this whole species. There's no way. There is no freaking way. You can't tell me that no, they're just, just in those no, woods. Just put your mask on. They won't bother you. Just put a mask on. Oh, just mask up. God. The freaking queen is just sitting there, like, yeah, chilling she's out. She's sitting on her throne. Dun, waiting dun, for more murder hornets to come in and mate with her. Da, yeah, she's, she's probably getting clapped out while it was going on. She's like, I got more coming, bitches. And there you go. And, and there's a whole other colony. It doesn't take much. The queen beyond, beyond. Dude, we were watching Family Feud last night. Was it Family? No, it was, uh, it was family, Whammy. Family Feud. Press your love. Oh, or whatever. The hell. I, they're all the same shows. They're not. This woman looked just like Beyonce. And then she even said, she because said, I yeah, get that a lot. Because I said, I'm like, wow, she looks like Beyonce. And then mm-hmm. she said on TV, and then you looked at me, and I'm like, yeah, she just bitch looks like her. So, there, so, yeah, weird. There was a video. Speaking of creepy Halloween shit, this is a creepy one. This is more or less like real life things. And I, I thought this one was really creepy. And as a dad, and as you guys out there as fathers, uh, you know, can probably attest to this. This is just really weird. I don't know how this guy did what he did. He posted a video on YouTube that showed him apologizing to his children right before he allegedly killed their mother. His name is Trent Pascal. He was 48 years old. He was arrested on Wednesday for the murder of his wife, Savannah. In the four and a half minute clip, he said he was sorry to his two children for what he has done or is about to do. His words were, I'm recording this because I want my daughter to know I love you, Mackenzie Pascal, and I'm so sorry to have done this. I didn't choose this. Your mom chose this. She's been cheating on me for a long time. He insisted that he had audio of her talking to other guys as well. He said, I didn't do nothing wrong to her. And I'm saying exactly as he said this, because mm-hmm. I know that's not proper English, obviously. He claimed he told his 18-year-old, he's, his wife was 18 years younger. Uh, when they first met, he told her that she was too young for him. He goes, I knew she was kind of too young, but she's been playing me for a fool. I told her not to mess with me, not to mess with my emotions. Don't fucking play with me. And this is all the video he's sending to his daughter. He said he hadn't uh, heard. No, oh wait. He said he heard another her calling another man baby on the phone before discussing a sexual dream with him. He went on to insist he never hit or hurt her or even called her names. He cried to himself, "Why me? My hair's a mess and I look horrible. Why do I? Why am I dealing with this?" So he looked to his right multiple times during the video, and at one stage of the video, he apologized and said, "I'm sorry. I keep looking at the cameras. I don't know how much time left I have." Apparently what he did was he locked the mother of his wife up in the bathroom with the dead body and she was trying to break free and that's what he kept looking for. Like he kept looking towards the door while the mom was trying to break free. This whole story is creepy. Okay, so See, now, killed, I'm, now I'm lost. He so, locked the mother of the wife in the that bathroom? That he killed in the same room in the bathroom where he killed his wife. So he killed his wife, left her in the bathroom, the right. mom of, the, of her... Okay, so his mother-in-law was is locked with up because she her came, dead daughter. She came by or, or lived there. That part wasn't too clear. And he locked her in there and recorded this what video because hell? he knew something weird was going on. So, first yeah. of all, why did he have to kill her? Second of all, if you're going to mm-hmm. kill one, might as well kill the yeah. other one, too. Why is she locked up in there? Just get rid of her. But that's, that's not the weirdest part. The most chilling part of the video came right at the end when Pascal glances at the cameras one more time before springing up and running to the other room to what sounded like a shower curtain being pulled aside and can be heard before the video cuts out. So the mom escaped the house. There were a lot of gunshots The mother-in-law, okay. Yeah, yeah the mother well, his mother-in-law, right. the mother of the, his wife that he killed, she got away. He was shooting at her erratically, like freaked out, was shooting at her. She fell to the ground, and she just crawled out the door and got away. She ran to a neighbor's house and got away. He ran. This is what I'm talking about. He got Why tracked he down by her? the cops and was shot a few times after he allegedly refused to give up his weapon. 
He's expected to survive and was released from the hospital. This but is... he will be charged with murder and held on a $250,000 bail. This is not what he planned. He planned on a murder-suicide, and you know it. Oh, yeah, because he that's did the video. That's why he was doing the video. He, he planned, That's yeah. why he wasn't giving up his gun. He was being chased by cops. He wanted to die. This mm-hmm. was a murder-suicide type oh, yeah. thing. Suicide by cop or whatever. I don't understand. I don't get it. First of all, you shouldn't have killed your wife to begin with. Why not just pack up and leave? Mm-hmm. Have an argument. Tell her you fucking hate her. Whatever you got to do, get the fuck out. Why, why are you killing your kid's mom? Yeah. Like I don't understand. I understand that you're pissed off. Yeah, you I shouldn't agree. have done that. But no reason to kill her. Just freaking leave. Just, just leave. Mm-hmm. But you killed her, and now you have the mother in there. Yeah. Okay, and then you lock the mother up with the daughter. I just don't understand. What, you already he, killed one. You're dead, dude. You're, you've already done one. Get rid of the other one. Mm-hmm. Now the other one escapes because you didn't get rid of her. Like, this is just bizarre. This is well, Was he having a mental breakdown? Like, what happened? I'm sure, I'm sure there's something <laughs> mental going on. But Oh, my God. Everybody listening to this podcast, whether it's the live version or it's the, the pod being... We're on every other goddamn platform. Has been in love once. It's a very powerful powerful aphrodisiac it's, it's a powerful mm. feeling when you're in love it's great when you fall out of love it's like the whole world is ending everything horrible happens at once and it can affect you and it can change you when you lose the person that you love you know and the thing is is he lost this woman and he told her supposedly allegedly i'm too old for you i'm too old for you and she probably worked her way in there. I don't know. I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, like, maybe, you know, he was insecure the whole time because he was old and she was young. Maybe, maybe she did love him. Who knows? And it was always in the back of his head. Like, maybe she heard her say something that she didn't actually say. And the paranoia built on him. And one day it That's came to a bursting like, point. Who and he knows her. if she was even doing the damn thing? If I can't have you, no one can. Uh, and he killed her and wanted to kill weird. himself. Like, hey, we're going to end this thing together. Those. It's not it's not right, but, I mean, love drives people to do some crazy shit. There aren't many two entities and powers out there stronger than love. If you love somebody, and you're going to fucking do some crazy shit. If, if you've never thought about killing your spouse once, you, you, you've never truly loved them. Wow. You've thought about You've told me you wanted to strangle me in my sleep. Oh you've, said it to me, you've said it to me before. I say it to you when you're awake. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I wanted to choke yeah. you last night to death. You're I was a standing dick. Over, I was standing over you with a pair of scissors in my hand. I I've never... It. Stop it. Don't ever say... <laughs> I've never, ever said that. But I'm sure every single Throw person... Every, every single person who's been in love thought about killing their spouse once. Just once. Like, man, I would love to kill that motherfucker. And But you don't do it because you love him. But but you say it because you love him as well. But that but that's a healthy love. And then you got this shit that just happened. So, yeah. No, there's something mentally wrong with him. Yeah, there, and now and he's going to wake up in the hospital and he's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, oh shit, why this, did I do this it? This did not this go the real? way I wanted. <laughs> now, and then, now i got to pay for it? Yeah, but right before his death penalty, he's going to come out all fucking dressed up like a Muslim and shit. He's going to have found God or whatever the fuck God he, he believes in. He's going to be the nicest guy ever. But he, his, now he's got that video with, and the daughters are seeing it. Yeah, they have record. Or the record. kids or they whatever. Of that shit. It's, it's weird. Gonna be in forever. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, you can't just get rid of it. Uh, you got anything else before we wrap up the live uh, portion of the show? Does anyone watch American Horror Story? Because I do not. I've never seen it. 
I think we watched. Wait, I think we our watched. Friend, our friend, our our friend was on that show. He, he had I know. A guest I saw that show. scene where yeah. he got his head blown off. <laughs> he I, always I just gets his head that. blown off. He's always getting freaking shot. I make fun of him all the time. Like you always get murdered in these goddamn things. I know. Things. He, I, he, he, never, he never lives. I don't understand it. I guess he just plays a good dead person. I, I guess don't so. know. He plays a good corpse. <laughs> okay, Ralph so hasn't seen it. no one's seen that. Show. No one watches that show. I don't know, but no anyways, it's Halloween and shut up. It's a horror thing. No, so. Fans of American Horror Story will have a chance to explore the infamous murder house. I, apparently, this was the house in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, they will see three days of virtual spookathon, where the public can witness a 24-hour live stream coordinated by the owners. Apparently, the, these owners are saying that several things happened in this house. It's not just because the the show or whatever mm-hmm. that things do go on and. Uh, they sued the previous owners because it wasn't disclosed. When you buy a house, things are supposed to be disclosed to you. Yeah, legally. Whether yeah. it's a show was being filmed there, mm-hmm. or whether there was a murder in the house, or whatever the hell oh, you were like supposed to know. It's like a police seizure, yeah. Right. Anyways, they're holding this thing, because it, it, this is like an, uh, a tourist attraction, so they're trying to you know help people out, because they keep trying to break into their house. Oh, uh, so the weekend will include a paranormal investigation by an exorcist, James Long, a seance by psychic and white witch, Patty, a tarot reading by Sarah, and a look at the world of a, the cult by vampire expert, Michelle <laughs> Bellinger. Can you imagine putting that on your I job interview? Even, I don't I'm understand. Please put that on your fucking resume. Oh yeah, I'm a vampire expert. She's a vampire expert. We have a white witch. I just don't... Oh, Jesus this Christ. This is so weird to me. Where did you find these fucking people? These vampire people, man. They want snow parts of me. And I want snow parts of them. <laughs> these vampire people. It's really so, weird. Anyways, there's 14 cameras that will be capturing all the unholy uh, happenings. Uh-huh. A raffle will determine which six unlucky guests will win a chance to stay overnight in the basement where apparently... You go down there and, like, you mm-hmm. feel things and there's ghosts that show up in front of you and they tap you on the shoulder. Like, weird shit. Oh, okay. Apparently, They're very polite. Happens. They tap you on the shoulder. Yeah, they tap it's you on the shoulder. Sir, sir, do you have a light for the cigarette? When you're sleeping there overnight, a doctor will be monitoring your vital signs. Hmm. So the ghosts don't bother the doctor. Too... So the ghosts don't bother the doctor. They only bother it's, the people sleeping. Okay. That's a little weird. Why do you need to know what my vital signs are? That's a little weird for me. Tickets are priced at $25. I hope it's not Dr. Fauci. And a portion of the proceeds will be donated to baby-to-baby charity. So at least oh, some of the money's going go to a somewhere. charity. At least it goes somewhere, yeah. And I do, like, if you have a house that's used in a movie or something, mm-hmm. and people keep breaking into it, might as well make some money on people, like, wanting to see the inside. Yeah. You know, like just, just, just use it. They, they didn't know when they bought the house. They were pissed off. They did. It, there are records that they did sue the people before for not disclosing it. So it's funny because we have neighbors in this area that have had a TV show filmed in their house in this neighborhood. Remember, they post that on their Facebook page and the community page. Mm-hmm. And they were, anybody want to be an extra? Come over to the house, yeah. and we're like, yeah, fuck people's houses and other people. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it. But they filmed like a TV show. I forgot what it was called. And the person. Yeah, I remember either. It was like the second year we were living. Yeah, here. and the person that lives there was on a fucking major TV show for ghost hunting and a major network. And I was talking to the son of a bitch when he got on a show, but he's a fucking flake. But I'll get him on here one of these days. I'll, I'll get him. I see him walking his dog, and I'm always giving the eye. He always waves at me his shit. You fucking asshole. 
I, I don't. I think he's too dumb to put it together. Probably, and, and we talked to him, like flat out talked to the guy. And at his I other think he's too dumb job, because yeah. we talked. We didn't talk to him in the neighborhood. We talked to him at his job, and I think that made us look stalkerish. I don't no, think not really. he realized we were there that we shit. lived here. It was like, hey, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, yeah. It, it was it, the way all that went down was just that very fucking odd. Bitch. That son of a bitch. Well, anyway, we appreciate you guys coming into the chat. We got some good news for you because we are at nine hundred ninety thousand downloads, which means we are going to hit 1 million very, very soon. So we appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast. 1 million downloads are our 281st episode today. This is the one that we're going to release. And I think that's pretty gosh darn good numbers in our favor. So thank you to everyone that listens to the show, that shares it on social media and listening to us since day one or, you know, SoundCloud days. I'm sure there's some of you guys out there that remember the old format and how weird that was. Appreciate you guys coming to the live chat the tonight. 15 minutes. The oh, yeah. SoundCloud was awful. Record your show in 15 minutes. I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. <laughs> done. <laughs> Get on it. Oh, Sela has entered the live. Why do you guys come in so late? It, it's it's, like it's almost know. like the bat signal goes up, and they're like, hey, 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 Sela, how are you doing? We're, we're about to end in there. We're about to end this one. In. We're about to end this live portion of the show. I'm Unless someone's the... got something they want to say, you can call in right now and come in and talk some shit. I was going to say, I was happy with the call-ins. We did good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I had a really good time. It was really fun. <laughs> Dramatic entrance indeed, <laughs> my friend Ralph. So, yeah, man, we appreciate you guys really much, uh, you know, uh, just for coming into the show, supporting the show, and liking everything that we do on social media. It's a really fun time. Thank you, uh, Brian, for that. And yeah, man, we, we, we met a new friend tonight. Really cool guy, some really good insight on just being positive in life, and that's something we need more of. And I promise you guys, man, I won't be getting as mad about politics after the election. It's finally decided in March of next year because, Depend, you know, yeah, there's going to be some fucking shit going on. I was going to say, it depends on who wins, and, and then we'll see how pissed off he is. It's just the reason why I even talk about it so much, because I'm passionate, man. Like, I, I, never, I, I never really found my patriotism until... There's a real legitimate threat of it getting taken away from you. And then you reflect, like, hey, this is the way I like the country. I like people being able to get on a microphone and talk shit or tell offensive jokes if they don't really mean it. You know, just being able to have some kind of freedom and have that choice. And now it's slowly getting taken away. And I feel like the old get-off-my-lawn old man now. Like, hey, don't you do this, you crazy kids. That's how I feel now. And I just feel like they're trying to take everything away that I once cherished, being a fucking human being. And... That's why I'm here. I'm here to talk shit about it, and hopefully we uh, keep the country the way it's supposed to be. And once again, thank you guys. This is the Voices of Misery podcast. Come back for the second part of the show. That's why we do a half, so we can kind of give you a taste and you come back for more. We'll see you guys. We thank you and we love you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Halloween. We'll be here afterwards. We'll, we'll say happy holidays for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, my God. God damn it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Come back for the second half later. A little bit better. Oh, we're back. That was so much fun. I love talking to people, don't you? Mm-hmm. I just really like the interaction, talking to people, and uh, had a really good time with this one, and had some fun talking to Sherry, obviously, and uh, our new friend, the motivational speaker. I thought that was interesting, too. I learned some things, and uh, hopefully we can hook up and do something down the road. So you got some stuff you want to talk about. Go ahead and get into some bullshit. Okay. A Florida man paid $150 for a full contact experience with a black leopard in a backyard zoo. What? So what do you think happened? What, a black leopard? Yes. He got mauled. 
<laughs> I'm sure he got mauled, didn't he? I hope this he did. Hundred, he paid 150 bucks. This allowed him to play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. What kind of weird fetish shit is this, man? He could have gotten a furry. Like, I have a friend. I could have hooked him up. And this is in the backyard of someone's house that... Oh. I mean, the owner is licensed to have these things, these these animals. But he's subletting them to people who want to play and get kinky with them. Yeah, paying... Or he's offering, like, a full experience. Uh, The man was attacked as soon as he entered the enclosure. Of course. (laughs) Of course he was. This is a full-grown black leopard. Um, his injuries were so severe, his scalp was hanging from his head <laughs> and his right ear torn in half. I should not be laughing, but I mean, what do you expect? No, you laugh as much as you want. This guy's an idiot. He deserves every expect, laceration on his man? body. It re- required multiple surgeries. He spent, of course. <laughs> he spent more than a week in, in the hospital. Did you get your money and worth, asshole? he's suing. How can you now sue, Now he's suing uh, the sue, owner. Dude? He didn't promise like a fucking oh well. Don't worry, his claws are capped. And his his, his lawyer, his lawyer is saying the entire experience was illegal, rendering any waivers signed null and void. He signed waivers. So that means all waivers. rights are waived. Dude, I mean, I get it. I've said several times in this podcast. I can't say it enough that I am a cat person. I but, think they're yeah, but, beautiful Yeah, but creatures. you're not going to walk up to a lion or a tiger and pet it. A full-grown... Would you walk up to a lion or a tiger no. and pet it? Or a leopard? In my head, I I would love to do that. Oh, in, in my head, real I would life, love to have a pet chimpanzee or a monkey or a never. gorilla, but I know they would rip my head off. I would never. You just walk... A hundred and fifty bucks, what the hell did he think was going to happen? I just don't... Oh, God. I just... The stupidity, the pure stupidity of people. And the thing is, it's like here, when we first moved here, and uh, people that watch Tiger King will know what I'm talking about. I cannot remember the name of the place. But when we first moved here... There's one down here, yeah. I, um, the guy with all we the went, wives and a kinky lifestyle. Yeah, yes. Kind of, yeah. It, it's not... No, it's not Joe Exotic. It's the, no, it's it's the other guy. It, it's him. And so he's in South Carolina. Myrtle Beach. But, you guys can look him up. I, when we first moved here, I wanted to know all the tourist places. Just So we went and grabbed all the brochures, yeah. every single one. And I saw it immediately. Like, you can go in and hold these kitten, the, these tiger cubs and all. And I'm like, how fucking cool would... It? That's immediately what I thought. How freaking cool would that be? Oh, my God. And then, mm-hmm. I, of course, I saw the price. And I'm like, well, that can't happen. Oh, yeah. But these were tiger cubs. Like, little tiny baby I things. I still wouldn't want anything to do with them. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And... Just this dude went to a full grown freaking. I just don't the only thing I can hear is. He opens up the cage. Just, he just thought he was mauled just immediately. Instant mauling. A selfie with this with this. What black do you think? Like cat? you're gonna roll around butt naked with this thing and just know. like he, it's gonna lick you and just paw at your chest and just love you to death. That ain't gonna happen. I mean, you're not getting those headbutts that cats give to their owners when they're hungry. You're not gonna get that. I would love for that to be able to be ha- like I would love for that but th- this is a wild animal like I just it's it's a full grown how how big do they get they they gotta be like oh man they gotta weigh at least 120 pounds probably right and they're quick oh my god you're like it's 120 pounds of muscle and speed and you're in an in- enclosure right you're With inside an enclosure this, this unlicensed killing animal machine that knows nothing but its instincts. It knows and how to kill a human being. Coming into it, its territory. It knows how to kill a person. 
I don't, I don't, oh lord, I don't know. So would you rather be locked in there with this animal, or would you rather have this happen to you? A man was trapped in a hole, teeming with rats for half an hour after New York City pavement collapsed under him last Saturday. name is Leonard Shoulders. He, what a weird name, by the way, Shoulders. He dropped almost 15 feet into a sinkhole in New York, was unable to cry for help out of fear that the rats would get into his mouth. So they were crawling on him. He couldn't move. He just... It was so bad. The victim's brother, Greg White, told NBC News. So apparently his mom was a slut. Because you have Leonard Shoulders and Greg White and their brothers. I I, I just took that out, this whole story. But wait... Like, I don't understand. Was yeah. he? Did he break his legs? He, was he laying down trying to scream? Well, he fell 15 feet, which I guess that's not technically... I mean, you could break your... It depends how you land at 15 feet. 15 feet's bad, but it Because I would think if, you're, if you stand up... But then again, it's a sinkhole. So sinkholes, you can gradually fall or you can fall rapidly. You don't know how the fall went for him. Oh, but anyway, he says, well, the brother said that uh, his brother, Leonard Shoulders, didn't want to yell because he was afraid there were going to be rats inside his mouth. Yeah, but th- see, that's what's getting me. He had to have broken his legs and he was laying there. Because how else, if you're standing up, they're not... Are are they really crawling all over him that they can just crawl into his mouth, well, too? Well, you got to figure, this is New York, and if you're... Why does New York have so many rats? Because all the restaurants and food places they have there and all the garbage. But everyone filth. has restaurants. Not like New York. They're all over the place. In Manhattan, there is such a concentration of rats. It is ridiculous. They have more rats than human beings by, like, ten times. It's ridiculous. And that boggles my mind. They fucking... Because well, when you think of New York, that is what you think of. Yeah, you think of rats and you think of like food like pizza and you think of well now you don't think of it because they're all gone they got shut down by Cuomo shut them all down I don't care I, I, I think about rats yeah. and like it, it's just you don't any you could think mm-hmm. about anywhere else yeah. I don't ever associate rats with anywhere else but there yeah and it's that's disgusting. Well, back when I used to go to New York it was before uh, what's his name uh, Rudy Giuliani cleaned it up I remember peep shows and porn and all sorts of weird shit in New York. Like, everywhere you went, there was porn. Like, you can go into a store like, hey, I want to get a pack of cigarettes. And then you look behind the counter, there's like Taylor Hayes porn and all this other weird shit. You're like, oh my god, there's... Alright, can I get that? <laughs> so, like, I'll say this. VHS tapes of porn. I think I would still rather be in the cat cage. Mm. I still think I would. Rats freak me out. Any rodent... Yeah, yeah me too. Of any me, time. Me too, me too. Like, it... The amount of time that he's in there, like, I know I I would be suffering. Because at least you're underground. Well, at least you're not underground in their territory. At least in a cage, like, maybe you can. It's like he only came with, like, a laceration. Like, he got fucked up by this cat. Right. But you're in the mice territory or the rats, and they're rats. They're not mice, they're rats. They can eat you alive in seconds, like, and that would be a slow death. You're getting bit in a million different places. That's what I'm thinking. Like, a cat would just. I agree with you. It could. Kill me instantly if it tomb. gets my throat, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it'll could, be over. It'll be quick, yeah. Even jugular. if it, it takes a couple bites, it will be over quick. But you don't know when you're going to be found in that sinkhole. He mm-hmm. could not scream. And he's in there with hundreds of rats. Like He must have like landed in a, in like a, Anywhere a nest see, or something. All you see is like yellow it's eyes gross. lighting up the ground. I still think I would rather be in with a fucking leopard. Yeah, me too. Yeah, than a million than rats. Than a million rats. I don't think I... I think... 
I would be paralyzed with fear. Can you imagine the bites and all? Like, you can see, like, the yellow eyes. You can't move. You're in some sinkhole, and you're just getting bit up by all these fucking things. I just, like, yeah, rats and more, spiders. Like, yeah. any rodent of any kind, I would freak the fuck out. I'm not afraid of them. Like, I'm not really afraid of, oh. of either of them, but I would rather fight a cat, a giant cat, than a million rats. Well, just, like, see, I would, I would be freaked out with the cat, too, because we were talking about that video where... The mama, whatever her name, uh, whatever she was, the mountain lion was, was yeah. chasing the guy. I would freak out with that too. I'm not saying I wouldn't freak out. I would. I just think that it's just more kill me quick. Just, I think it's. I think it's boom. more pleasant than having to deal with a million rats because you're getting bit a million, million times. Rats That's a slow death. In the dark, because you, you know he couldn't see. Yeah, but he, he saw. See, he I'm, could sure, hear I'm sure. I'm sure he saw the yellow eyes. He heard them. Yeah. No. I really. Yeah, I would like squeaks. to know what other people think because I don't, I, I can't, I could not do that. Well, let us know at Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Would you rather get killed a by rough... a million rats in a sinkhole or one leopard that you paid money to go pet? <laughs> Dude, does my and family get die, a tourist video with yeah, the know, leopard? But, <laughs> I know, but when you die, I can think of the perfect gift to get for you. Oh, God. Who's your favorite dead relative? My grandmother, why? Mine is my dad. So, if you got me a present of a hologram of my dad talking to me... This was I'd the be, best gift I've ever heard of. I'd be pretty freaked out, and I don't like this gift at all. So, we, so we're going to have a conversation gift. on yes, this. Yes, we are. Okay. okay, go on. So, before we get into this topic, I want to just talk about the topic first before she gives her thoughts, and mm-hmm. obviously we differ. So, Kim Kardashian West, she had a very unrelatable 40th birthday experience... On Thursday, Kanye West gave her a hologram of her late father as a gift. She shared the video on Twitter of her father, famous lawyer Robert Kardashian, who helped with the O.J. Simpson case. So she goes, For my birthday, Kanye got me the most thoughtful gift of a lifetime, a special surprise from heaven, a hologram of my dad. It is so lifelike. We watch it over and over, filled with emotion. So it was a deep fake of, of the late Robert Kardashian, who died in 2003, singing his daughter's praises. I'm so proud of the woman you become, the hologram said. Most impressive is your commitment to become a lawyer and carry on my legacy. It's a long and hard road, but it's worth it, and I'm very and I'm, and I'm very much with you every step of the way. The hologram also said he's watching over the family and proud of all of them. But then it goes, you marry the most, 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 most genius man in the whole world, Kanye West. He is so fucking full of himself. You are the most, most, most amazing mother to your four amazing, beautiful children, and they are so perfect. The video ends with the hologram reminding Kardashian to say her prayers. He's I don't so like full this. Of himself. This is what pissed me off. Okay, that it's not the hologram itself because I think that's really really cool. Creepy. I don't, I don't like it because cool. you're making this hologram say things that's not out of the father. He told the person whoever made the hologram what to say. It's not your father. It's but not how, his spirit. How do they? It's not real. Get it to say that though. Do it's they have past state. recordings of him yeah, saying they like I voice. and her? And sh- yeah, of course. Like they probably took the OJ trial when he was talking, and they and took, took the words yeah. and scrambled it in. Somebody took a Joe Rogan but there was podcast so many and made him good. talk about shit he never even said because there's so much audio of him talking, just like with the with the Robert Kardashian. Mm-hmm. They took every audio clip of him and they spliced it together to make him say what Kanye West wanted him to say. It would still make me feel good if I saw that. I wouldn't like it at all. That, like, that's not my fucking dad. I wouldn't say that shit. Uh, 
I, would I don't like the fact that he inserted like weird shit in this there. This would cause a divorce. This this would cause a divorce, <laughs> a, a separation. I, I would well, be gone. This, this would piss lucky me off. for you, I'm not a billionaire and can't afford well, a hologram. This would this would, this, so. this would piss me off. Like that's like my dad who's passed away. If someone showed me a hologram, my dad saying these things. I'm like, that's not my dad. He wouldn't so say you that think, shit. It, do you think it's offensive, or you just it's don't highly like offensive? It. It's okay. highly offensive. See, I. I you I, married a brilliant man, Kanye. Well, like, shut the fuck up. You're see, like, I don't doing, like that. This, like, is, like, is Kim that stupid that she thinks this is her dad's? Obviously not. But she has but to put it I over somehow. It's, it's fucking horrible. The whole thing's horrible. I think hearing his voice and seeing him, though, as if he might, like, as yeah. if... As if he's still around. It, get rid of all the, the Kanye it's West fucking bullshit. fucking weird. It's weird. Because I don't like him. I'm so proud and of And this you. is a prime example of why I don't like him. It's He's all about himself. Most and I think genius he's a man in the whole world. I can't stand him. I'm sure she's like, yeah, my dad wouldn't say that about this fucking cocksucker. I don't like him yeah. at all. Yeah. And uh, I guarantee they're not going to be together for forever. And the video fucking nuts. And the video ended with a hologram but, saying, say your prayers. And of course, who's the most religious, exactly. quote-unquote, person Kanye West but with this whole bullshit Sunday Take sessions. all the Kanye West crap out of it. Yeah. I still think, for me, like if it was my grandparents or, God forbid, my parents passed away or whatever, and I, and I got that, it, just to see my dad up there, if I hadn't seen him in years, just speaking and hearing his voice, I think I think it would be kind of cool. But it depends I think what it would, your dad's it, saying because, like, you know your dad, I know your dad the way that right. these other people wouldn't. Oh, so, he would use my nickname, and there yeah. would be certain things that he would say. Yeah, and, it, it would yeah. have to be him saying certain things. But if it's your dad being like a sober person, then we'd be like, yeah, we want to buy. Because when he's sober, he's a different person. When right. he's drunk, he's a different person. So it's I don't know, it just doesn't come off as genuine. I I just don't buy I it. I like I like certain parts of it. I don't this like ain't the whole Patrick thing. Swayze. This ain't Oda May. This ain't some penny getting picked up behind a door like a real ghost experience. Oh, I would pay. Nice if see, I would really... see. I would buy that if like you can resurrect a dead person to, for five minutes. For then five I'd be like, all right, that's, well, that's cool because that's a real person. These holograms aren't doing shit because that's one person mimicking another person using a deep fake. That's not cool. It's weird. It's almost necromancy. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very strange. I don't like it. No, I, I get. I, I definitely get your side of it. I hate this whole thing. I get. I, I like a small part of it. I don't like the whole thing. And I I don't know. I get. I guess he threw an inside joke in there because I'm sure Kim's like uh, yeah, most genius guy ever. You say this shit all the time, asshole. And she probably you know, but. He's just, because people keep fucking telling him he's a genius. He's I not a genius. Someone needs to tell me why he's a genius, please. Someone tell me. He's a I've mentally, been saying that for a long time. He's a mentally. What's wrong with it? He's a mentally ill fucking moron. I don't understand why he's a fucking genius. What What, what does he say that's so fucking goddamn great? I don't get I don't it. Know. To me, he's a freaking idiot, and I can't stand him. I really cannot fucking stand him. I I watched um. Literally today, I watched. What the hell is I'm that? Watching. That's his brothers, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore, the other chipmunks. I watched um, next guest, my next guest with David Letterman or whatever. Never watched it before. Never watched it before on Netflix. But I heard reviews about the Kim Kardashian interview yeah. on uh, other podcasts. So I'm like, you know what? I've never watched it before. I used to watch David Letterman way the hell back in the day, and I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot because uh, I'm. I mean, she doesn't bother me. I'm not one of those Kardashian people. I don't watch the show or anything like that. She doesn't bother me. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me check it out because she was talking about, um, 
when her jewelry was stolen and O.J. Simpson. And, like, she was talking about big things. So I went in and, and watched it, and I did enjoy the interview completely. Like, it, it was a good one. And, um... But, like, every time they panned to him, he was just sitting there with a freaking hoodie on and freaking looking miserable. And then she made one comment, and I was just completely floored. And she said something about how the night it happened with with, uh, in Paris where she had all her jewelry stolen, Kanye was on tour. And I, I guess I completely forgot about this part, but he didn't like what she was wearing. Mm. So he left his tour, flew the fuck over there, told her what to wear, and then left. Dude, I like, and everyone's laughing about that. Mm. And immediately, like, huge red flags are just flying up all over my head. Like, yeah. oh, that's so funny. No, dude. No. Was this guy can wear he a fucking. He flew across fucking the kilt? fucking world yeah. to tell you that you weren't wearing what was appropriate or what was good enough for him. That's a healthy relationship. Oh, my God. And then she gets robbed later that night yeah. after he, he left or whatever. But it, it, that was the whole thing. But I. And, like, he's just sitting there, and he's looking miserable and pissed off. And I'm just... I can't stand this dude. I really hate him. And I guess when you get to that level of fame, I guess money ruins everything. But who the fuck are you to tell her what the hell she can wear? You've got... He's going to approve her goddamn outfits? But, like, why does she allow that? Because she is... I don't know. Just as rich, if not richer, than him. I don't know. They don't need each other. They really don't. They don't. don't. They don't. How they are still together is beyond They can both sustain life without each other. They don't need... She she didn't need him before they got together. She was fine. I don't... I don't understand it. I think he might have needed her, to be honest with you. She was a bigger name. Kanye West was like an up-and-coming rap star, but she was like this mainstream media... Was she mainstream Yeah, she was mainstream. Mainstream reality star. She was all over the place. Kim Kardashian, the clothes and all... I mean, like, I'm sure they both got bigger because of it. And I'm not saying I'm a fan but of But she hers. was fine. Because I don't I'm definitely her. not a fan. I can't I stand either one of them. But no. I think they were both fine. They but don't need each other. They got together. She is better than him, man. She needs to... I think like, so. I think so. I think so. In the... I'll, I'll, oh my god, the way they were laughing about that comment, I was just like, that's that's a little. <laughs> you flew across thing. the world to take my clothes away. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? I don't know. That's Makes fucking no odd. But it, anyways, besides that part, it was a great interview, and, and I really enjoyed it. The Robert Downey Jr. one I watched too, and that was a little, that was a little boring. Oh. Little little boring for me. Robert Downey Jr. But I wanted more. Not that entertaining. More. Not that entertaining. I wanted more because yeah. he was in a lot of trouble and stuff, like way the hell back in the day, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I wanted more deep dive into that. Like, at least Kim went through, like, she nailed, like, every single thing. Yeah, definitely. You know? So it, it was interesting. Well, I've got a mask madness story here, okay? This is mask Fuck. madness, and it's also an update. Because we talked about, I, I, I could have swore we talked about the story already where the two sisters, they stabbed some dude because they said. Uh, that he told him to wear a mask. He stabbed him multiple times. Um, was this the two sisters in jail? Yeah, they're in Chicago. Okay, because I no, we didn't talk about because I had the story uh, yeah. saved. They were denied bail. They stabbed him twenty-seven times. I'm pretty sure we talked about this already. But anyway, the man was stabbed multiple times after he told the two women to wear a mask. They entered a small shop in Chicago and they were approached by a worker who asked them to wear a mask and to use hand sanitizer to help prevent the spread of this magical bullshit. Uh, and anyway, they refused, began to argue with the man, and they started stabbing him because he put his hands on one of them. So Jessica and Jayla Hill attacked them, and uh, he Jessica pulled a knife out of her back pocket and stabbed them multiple times. 
Jayla held the man in place by his hair while the sisters at them 27 times. The sisters were both treated for minor wounds at a St. Anthony hospital while the victim was treated at Mount Sinai Hospital. The women were arrested at the scene and appeared in court for a bail hearing on Tuesday as her lawyer insisted they'd been overcharged and only acted in self-defense. A judge denied bail for the sisters and they were due in court again on November 4th, which I kind of want to ask you this question here because I know we, uh, we talked a lot about politics in the beginning and the mask bullshit. What happens if this comes out, and it will eventually, that the mask didn't do shit? Does Can it they matter? retroactively go back and say, hey, it's his fault for enforcing no. this thing that didn't do anything? Because if that's a rule, if that's a mandate that's in place, I've, I've said that since day one. If we have to do it, then I will do it. Yeah, we do. If and so, we do. But no, we don't have to do it anymore. It's like the marijuana charges because drugs are illegal now. Right? Yeah, but you're not going to... Just because they magically say it never fucking worked, it, that's... No. They but, stabbed him for no fucking reason. No, they just did it because he enforced on. the mask and he put his hands on one of them. So put it, your fucking mask on. So then on. technically, if they didn't work and your enforcement doesn't work, then maybe it can be self-defense in the future. I'm just trying to warp the reality that it can be in the future. Because no. you can throw people in jail for having a certain amount of pot on them. Is but then really you can change the law later. But is it worth it? And they can come out. So people are getting taken out of jail now it's for not, decriminalizing marijuana in certain areas. I don't care. It's and they're not, out. Listen, it's not worth it to I'm me. Ju- I'm just saying. It's I'm not worth saying. it to me. No, it's not worth killing we, someone we, or, we go to or, the or store attempted murder charges for a, a, a For mask. some reason, like, the store is uncomfortable with it. Put your mask on. My mask is right up. Boom. Like, okay. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I, I don't want a confrontation. I'll do whatever. Yeah. That's fine. I'm not... I sure is fucking gonna go grab a goddamn knife out of my back pocket or my purse and start stabbing. No, you. that's stupid. That's dumb. That's like, no, they need to go down. They're being stupid. Just put. They could have just avoided all of it if they had just put the mask on when he said. Like, why are you being dumb? I hope they both go down. I don't, I don't care if the mask care. works or not. I don't think people even care about the sickness or not. I, I just think they're just trying to tell this each other what to do. Because you give people a little bit of power, and what do they do? They, they fucking take a little bit, and they make a mile out of it, and that's what the fuck is happening now with the whole mask bullshit. Now you're telling people, hey, you have yeah, power over others. If you're wearing it, you can tell people not the, that aren't wearing it to do it. There you go. And then there's just a fucking civil war going on over a goddamn piece of cloth. It's so stupid. It really is. The whole thing's dumb, and I hate it. But I'll tell you what, man. Um, these women... If something happens in the future where this whole mass thing is, is proven to be a fraud, which I think it will be, maybe they get let out because of, uh, you know, some retroactive law. No, you stabbed someone for no reason. For putting their hands over you over something that wasn't even there in the first place. He wouldn't put his hands on them if he if they had just listened to him to begin with. But... No, this is, so no, I'm sorry. I'm not on their side. I, they need to go to jail. I'm, I'm not on their side either. I'm just trying to give the objective point of view. That no, there's maybe, no objective point of view. You stab someone. There is no reason in, in this lifetime. Unless maybe. you attack my family and well, my children. Well, he put his hands on the one sister. And, no. then, and then that's when the one went off and stabbed them a bunch of times. And the other one held him down after he got stabbed the first time. Immediately put your damn mask on. Like, I don't understand. And did you see that they're... They're, they're, get the fuck yeah. out of here that they weren't starting nothing. Oh, I'm not I'm, even oh, going to... I'm sure. I, I'm sure they, they, they jumped he off didn't just they He didn't off. just come up... D- but the thing is... is these like, people look got, up the mugshots. Yeah. They, they, this cop you've didn't got, just attack them. But you've got lines in the uh-uh. sand that are drawn. I don't... Yeah. There are I'm, lines in the sand right now. There are. There are clear lines in the sand. And 
you've got people on one side or the other side, and and I'm not. It's I'm not, really bad. It, it is bad. And there's about a civil war. I understand war. that. This is created by the media and the Democrats. That's exactly where this came from. The media and the Democrats. Because if it wasn't for the media, why do we start an open? Or, but I'm, I'm just saying, if it wasn't for the media throwing these logs on the fire, we wouldn't yeah. have these problems. That's exactly. Oh, where your damn mass? You got half the country saying, and the other part saying, "Why? It's not that bad." And then you got numbers to prove that it's not that bad. And then you got other people saying, "Well, there's infections, but what about the deaths?" And you've got this yin for yang and these fucking tit for tat. Doesn't matter. They stabbed them. And you've got these emotions. <clears throat> people are fighting because these have real ramifications. These actions have real ramifications. Okay, so okay, so this thing makes you sick. Mask and, and locking down doesn't help because numbers are spiking everywhere, yeah. right? Everywhere. But yet you have these real ramifications that lockdowns are causing. You can't work. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. And people are fucked. And they're sick and tired of it. Now they're fighting. They're, and it's going to get worse. And that's the civil war that people are talking about. And this fucking election coming up, we're going to have it even worse. If Trump wins or Biden wins, we're going to have problems in the streets. And it's going to last a few months at least. It's going to be... At least till Christmas, maybe shortly afterwards, we're going to have a problem. Uh, I, I think whoever wins the presidency is going to get sworn in in January, right? Isn't it January? Yeah. So we're going to have this shit till <clears throat> January or February. It's going to be a fucking bad event. I'm over it. I, I am. I'm sick. I have no energy for this shit. It's sad. And that's what we have to deal with. Go ahead and throw one no, more we're, out there. We're ready to wrap up. It's eight thirty five. We got to well, I don't, in. Well, I don't want to end on this. Go ahead and throw well, out one no more. No more thing. political crap. I'm, I'm sick of hearing it. Uh, like, me I'm, too. I'm, I'm sick of talking about it. That's why because this is ridiculous. I'm trying to cleanse my palate <clears throat> of it. Okay, West Virginia uh, woman has been charged after police say she drove with her children on the roof of her car. Officers from Fairmount Police Department responded to a report of child neglect at a country club. <laughs> Fucking country club. Don't you need money to go into these places? Um, when they arrived, they spotted a two, uh, 2011 Ford Escape parked with two children on the roof. The owner of the car, 37-year-old Cassie Corby, was questioned and told officers while she was waiting for her friend, uh, two of the three kids in the car decided to climb on top of the roof, ages uh, between five and eight. She wanted to teach them a lesson and... Put the put the cart in reverse, driving across the parking lot to show them how easy it was to fall off. Okay. Um, many witnesses saw her driving across the parking lot and finally parking. Uh, she has been charged with two counts of child neglect, creating risk of injury, and being held on a hundred thousand and twelve dollar bond. That's an odd number. I mean, it's not like a big goal from Seven Eleven when you're about to get into your car. You put your drink on top of the thing and drive a hundred thousand. Why is it a hundred thousand and twelve? How the hell the kids stay on top for so long? Like, why didn't they just fall off immediately and she just kept on going? Like, how I do have they no stay idea. strapped on? That doesn't make any sense unless you did it on purpose to scare them. I don't know, but like, why? Were we, the kids why what, are these kids animals? Were they assholes? Do you not know how to control your children? I don't I'm not know. saying control. Control is not the right word, but do you no, not no, raise no, your children to a, behave? It's, it's a proper word. Control is a proper word for this. Our kids would never climb out of the car and get up on top of the roof. That wouldn't happen. No, never. It would never fucking happen. I don't understand. She had three kids in the car. Two out of the three mm. decided to do that. So not only is she wrong, but like it really makes you think. Like, okay, why the fuck do the kids even do that? How do these kids have no fear that they can just do this? 
Because I'd be horrified. If the car's moving that fast and you're that little... Well, like, maybe they were bored them, of waiting because I have... What makes them want to crawl on top of a car, though? I have set um, the trunk of a car or the hood... Oh, not the roof or the I'd hood sound, of the car, or like a drive-in a or something. You know, when I was a kid and we would go to the drive-ins. Yeah, so, you, you sit in a trunk when you're driving like a I've block away. I've never climbed on the away. Yeah. roof. Oh, no. Like, no. I've never gone on a moving vehicle like no, that. No, we sat on the hood of a car for trick-or-treating a couple of times. Like, we'd sit on the hood of the car and they'd drive a little bit and we'd hop off like a block later. That was it. Oh, see, we never did that. It was never like driving 35 miles an hour. It was like 5, 10 miles, maybe 20 was the fastest we went on the hood of a car or the, the trunk of a car or the parent we were with that night or whatever. I would just think that as the... The woman. I don't know if she was the mother or if the friend was the mother of the kids. I, I, I threw the paper, so I, I'm not looking. But either way, she's an adult, and if you get out of the car and they're ages, between the ages of five and eight, and you say, get the hell in the car, mm-hmm. you would think they would listen. Right? Yeah. I don't understand. The first thing you do is just like, oh, okay, we're just going to drive in reverse all over the fucking parking lot. It makes no sense to me. Why? Oh, man. I'm telling you, I think half this country is on something. Well, everyone's on something, man, and this whole thing is fucked up. And I, I, I just can't wait for life to get better and again. I would like to know what the hell the friend thought when she came out of the building and saw what was going on. Like a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> fucking children's fucking heads scraped up against the goddamn She's pavement. driving around with two fucking kids on the car. The cops are coming. They're waiting for this other adult to leave whatever the hell building that they're <laughs> she just comes out and all hell is breaking loose. Well, I don't Billy, mean, little what Billy. Because all fucked up. Oh my god. Oh well. And you know what else is fucked up? The fact that we have to end this show tonight is fucked up. But I had a good time. It was very fun talking to everybody and uh, doing the whole thing with the chat and doing things with live call-ins. Maybe we'll do that more often in the future because I had fun tonight and we don't really fuck around with the whole live thing too much. But we'll do some more in the future because I did enjoy that tonight and uh Hopefully every time we do that, it pans out just as well. And other than that, man, we got some stuff coming up here in the show. We got the millionth download episode coming up really soon. That'll be next week. We got Halloween tomorrow. That'll be fun. We're going to go out and do some trick-or-treating shit. We got something to record tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, we just got some stuff coming up down the pipeline. I'm going to my old job, which is new again. That's going to be fun, sleeping again at night, so our old schedule will return because none of this more fucking weird, dead, tired shit's going to happen again, so we're going back to normal. Are you ready for it? Dude, I I don't want to hear it. I've been ready since the day you freaking took that stupid job. I said it was a mistake. It didn't last long, and I'm back to normal again, going back to my old job. I'm still working two jobs, but... Yeah, but this is this is. I can sleep at night. A reasonable time where you're still yeah. going to be able to sleep through the night, through get the night. six, seven hours of sleep. I'm not get one. more than that. I'm going to get like eight hours of sleep, <laughs> nine hours maybe. But that's what I'm saying. You're 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 going to get a good chunk of sleep. This is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like an hour ridiculous. and a half waking this, up. Hour this isn't and a half two full time jobs. Like I had a huge problem immediately. So uh, I'm glad that I'm just glad that it's it's changing because yeah, me it, too. I mean I know it was only a month or whatever, but like I knew that was not it healthy. Was a something bad was going to happen. Something bad was happening. I was losing so, my shit. I was losing my goddamn mind. But I do miss the shadows out the corner of my eye and the voices in my head that were whispering to me. I, I I miss those weird things that were saying shit to me. See, that's not funny. See, I need someone spiritual to and come that's, on. No, that's not funny because that shit that that that's what I was worrying about all the yeah, time. Yeah, so that's was not I. Funny. I was getting worried too, to be honest with you. 
And then you come on here and brag about it. Like, it's not, like, no, you don't, I was that's bragging. not amazing. I was telling the real story of what was going on. Uh, that night I was driving horrible. home, I saw, like, a scary. werewolf in the road. So, see. Like a like a dying dog. I'm like, what the hell? I swerved and almost hit somebody. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm so glad it's it's coming to an end. Me so. too. So am I. And it will be coming to an end soon, just like this episode is coming to an end. You guys can find <laughs> us on Twitter at Voices of Misery. The best website ever, Parlor, Voices of Misery. A Voices of Misery podcast at gmail.com. Voices of Misery on any and all podcast providers. We are hitting one million episodes very soon by next week and god damn it we're gonna have a celebration that will probably last about 10 seconds and we'll get on with the show yeah, like it's, because we don't i mean like we care but we're not really i mean like we care more behind care. the scenes i, I care yeah more behind the scenes. <laughs> because it's just a download because we've only done 281 episodes and we're gonna hit a million downloads right. i think that's a pretty gosh darn good idea there don't you think so you were gonna pretty, say something. I was, I was going. I'm biting my tongue. Something. I'm biting my tongue because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> the microphone is still on. So <sighs> all right. He caught himself. Another episode of the Voice Wizard Podcast. Let me say some horrible shit off camera. We'll talk to you soon. Later. <laughs>